Options Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I am your host, Kyron Morrison, and I am joined once again by my wonderful friend and co-host, Joel McDonald. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good, man. Pretty um, good? Yeah, you know, life and all that sort of yeah. stuff's happening. I was about to yeah. say, how's, how's life treating you? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, as uh, as hectic and, and, and as packed as I, I'm making it, which is pretty good. Um, it's only going to get more busy in the coming weeks, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's good. You know, working pretty heavily, Griff's doing pretty well. Been a little bit grumpy lately, but you know we all get grumpy. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I was um, a little grumpy like the other week. I'm currently in the most stressful part of my working year, so oh, of course, I'm just yeah. waiting for Pax to get here because I'm currently just dying. Yep. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Um. So yeah, school holidays is uh, uh yeah, school holidays is good fun added to it, which is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It's it's been pretty busy at our work too, and I've been my school holidays has been doing supervisor training as well at the same time, which has been fun. But uh, honestly, it's been pretty good. So What's can't good? complain. Can't complain. But uh, but yeah, apart from that, like it's just, you know, trying to squeeze in time to play video games here and there. <laughs> Getting I mean, mad that I don't have an, uh, an Apple device so I can play on Apple Arcade. But, you know. That, that's a, that stuff will come to, you know, other platforms later. Will it though, Kyron? I mean, Sky finally is, so there's a chance. Yeah, true. Yeah. I don't care anymore, but... but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just... Oh, it's such a good idea. Uh, like, we're probably not going to talk about it on the show because neither of us have had experienced it or anything like that. Hey, you could sign man... up for the, the Android equivalent. <laughs> yeah, but it looks... It sounds garbage. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds toxic. It sounds real shit. And, it sounds uh, bad for mobile games. The, yeah, right? The best part about uh, Apple Arcade is it is a curated experience, and that's what I fucking want from, like, a mobile games selection. I want it to have, like, premium stuff that's not, like, you know, timers and all that kind of shit, um, which like, I've got no problem with them being in games because they can be used in effective ways and, and not as intrusive as some others. But... um. Honestly, it's like, it's like good stuff from like really like high quality developers, like indie and AAA, and it's just makes me sad. I'm like, there's some really good games on there that people are playing. When it launched, I remember opening Twitter. I was on my break at work. I opened Twitter, and everyone was just like, "Oh man, this game is like in my like game of the year list." For the, like, in, and then hashtag Apple Arcade, and I'm like, "Got fucking all right." This is See, shit. Maybe it's just who I follow, but it hasn't been in my Twitter feed that much. Ah, uh, okay, fair enough. Like, yeah, I, I there was I had heaps of people that were just like, "Man, yeah, this is really good." Oh, yeah, you, everyone should check this game. If you've got Apple Arcade, you should check this game out. And I'm just like, "Yeah, just fucking rub it in, everyone." <laughs> it's, it's fine, it's fine. I'm happy with my Android now. I mean, hey, speaking of mobile games, have you been tempted to buy it on Mario Kart Tour? I have played a little bit of it. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay. Um, interesting. Not much. Not much. I've had a play at it. It's um, it's interesting. Uh, I haven't played it myself, but I was reading, but it's just layers of just gatches. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they've also had the audacity to to sell a pass. Yeah, have you looked into that pass, though, Kyrat? I looked at the price and was just like, you want to sell this pass and still sell the gacha mechanics? Do you know what you you get for that? What do you get, Joel? Tell me. You get, um, I think you get some uh, characters and items and stuff like that. Uh Uh-huh. But you also get... 200cc mode 
Wow. Yes. And if your subscription lapses, you don't have access to that stuff anymore. Wow. Yeah. That's what I, I mean... was like, oh, because I, I was actually, it was really funny. The day it came out, um, I had, um, we had over at our house, we had uh, 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 Brod and his partner over, um, our good friend of the show, Brod from Hunting Seasons. And uh, we were talking about, I was like, oh, yeah, um, Mario Kart Tour launched. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I'm just, I'm curious how they're going to monetize that. And I, I, like, went outside to, to um, I went outside for a bit and booted it up while everyone was still inside. And I had a tinker with it. And I saw, I oh, know, so I was reading something and I read about the past. And then I walked back in and I was like, you want to know how they monetize it? <laughs> he's like, how? I'm like, well, first of all, it's a gacha. And second of all, they're selling a, a subscription pass for it. That gets you 200 CC mode, and uh, yeah, it was like, I, it, it it's funny because it like it kind of works. The controls are a little bit weird. Um, I had the auto drift on at first, and then I turned it off, and I sort of like felt found that a little bit better. Um, but it works. Like it, it actually, it. it I mean, I, I do, I do know some people on launch day had some troubles getting into the game, but um, that's the same with any like high profile like, mobile launch or, like, online required launch. Nintendo um, putting out too many gachas too close together, man, because, like, just a few weeks mm-hmm. ago, they put out Pokemon Masters, which I've been playing. So mm. I couldn't... See, I haven't played much of that one. I couldn't bring myself to download Mario Kart Tour as well. Right, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of like the idea of, of a, like a, like a, a, like a kart racing game being a gacha because I, I like that that makes sense to me, if that makes sense. Like, can um, I just say like, Nintendo? Nintendo loves hearing you say this. I know, and it is sucks. It, is but, it by DNA or? Um, I actually don't know. Let me do okay. some research. I mean, Let if you if you boot you. up the game, you'll know pretty quickly because usually they 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 pop their logo up on there. Yeah. Um, this this got almost a god on quest log. Jeez. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, we, we probably should have just done that. Um, I I Too wasn't going to bring it. It's but, officially. Um, it's canonically in our pre quest log banter. Sorry, Mario Kart tour. Uh, yeah, it's not even good enough for Questlog. Uh, no, it is DNA, yeah. It is DNA? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, they, so DNA also did Pokemon Masters, so they've been busy. Yeah, and In they fact, did the I other think... one, they, did they do Dragalia Lost? Yeah, 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 they did, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, actually. No, no, that's Psy oh. Games. It, that's right. It yeah. might, maybe DNA's involved, but that's Psy Games because I just, they won't give me Grand Blue Fantasy on my phone. <laughs> so, they're like, you know. But DNA also did like an Attack on Titan gacha that just came out, and they also oh god, yeah, DNA just can't stop, and they won't stop. Uh, yeah, like it's um, I mean, it's fine. I've played very very little of it, but like yeah, from my first experience with it, it's fine. Like I'm not gonna, I might tinker around with it again, but like I'm not like. There you go, Mario Kart Two. There's there's still hope for you to graduate into Questlog. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, I'll come back. Later episode. I'm just like oh, I love it. Game of the year. Um, <laughs> Game of the year. Yeah, fuck it. Let's let's go wild. Sometimes um, you just want to watch the world burn, and that would be what that would be doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the hot take of the century, right there. Mario Kart Two Game of the Year 2019. <laughs> oh, have you? Has anything apart from from work popped up in your life that's been? Oh, I mean, honestly, like you, it's been it's been work. Yeah, uh, squeezing in games. I managed to see. I managed to watch a few movies. I saw it, yeah. it Chapter 2. That was weird. Okay. Like, I think I liked it. But also, okay. I, I also found myself 
laughing more and i i couldn't figure out if i was meant to or not but you know bill haters in it and he's great so whatever yeah that's it yeah uh and i was just i was tweeting about last night which you were replying to me about as i watched bumblebee last night yes Kyron. for the first yes. time and just straight up like i said last night on twitter the first five minutes of that movie that is that alone is better than every other Transformers live action movie they've made. Just that one hundred percent. That Cybertron intro, and like the rest of Bumblebee is good, but I was still just thinking about that opening sequence. <laughs> yeah, like the I mean the movie itself, yeah, is actually it's pretty fun and it's surprisingly I think, solid. But I was just that entire time just thinking about how cool those G one Transformers looked. Yeah, oh, man. they the thing is they they walk that line really well with the rest of the movie of like having that human interaction with it. Um, which the other Transformer movies just don't like th- that one. They built the movie around that kind. Of, I, I like the it's it's a boy it's a, a boy and his dog movie, but instead it's a girl and her robot car. Like it's yeah it, yeah it's th- that that kind of movie. And I I think what they did with it was really cool using those Transformers in a, in, in a really interesting way. So I mean, it, it also just helped the film a billion percent by just being so small scale. You know yes there's yeah. three Transformers in it really. Like that's yep. like that's insane. That, that's so much less than ever. But don't make me wrong. Like they, I feel like Blitzwing got a you know dealt a bad hand at the start of that movie. Well, yeah. But the flip side being, I was very happy when Cliffjumper got what he got because I really don't like Cliffjumper. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I, I, and like the action sequences are really good as well. I mean, and the guy who directed it directed Kubo and the Two Strings. That oh movie yeah, absolutely. Is yeah, yeah, very good. John Cena um, as well. Adds a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have liked a bit more of him, but like... Well, hey, man, maybe, maybe the Bumblebee sequel. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With fucking um, Chevy Camaro Bumblebee. See, that part didn't make any sense to me because in Transformers nope. 1, he's a he's a Volkswagen when they find him yep. again. It, yep. It's weird. I don't know. I don't... And, <laughs> and to just... Because I was watching it with my housemate, Brendan, who's also a friend of the show, who's quite a... He's, Definitely a bigger Transformers fan than I. Um, yeah. And as soon as he pointed out, I'm like, yeah, you're right. That is a disservice that we got, like, Camaro Bumblebee driving next to, like, the G1 Optimus style. Yep. It's like, how dare you? How it was, it was, dare you? It was really good because I was, I was loving the movie. I was having a great time all the way through. I got to, the, like, that last couple of minutes and I just went, are oh. you fucking kidding me? You just, you've ruined it. You've ruined the act. <laughs> you've ruined the act, Joe. Um... But yeah, I was just like, oh, god yeah. damn. But, Still uh, good, that's a, good a good movie. Yeah, a couple of tweaks here and there could have been really good, but uh, yeah. But honestly, yeah, that's really about it for me. So I think it's time for us to kick officially. None of this like side talk Mario Kart Tour bullshit. We are kicking officially into the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So, of course, the quest log is our What We've Been Playing segment where we just talk about the games we're playing. And there's a few big ones at the moment. Well, there's one big one in particular. Yeah, it's pretty much all I've got because, like, I'll preface this by saying that I've made a deal with myself. I, I have another game that I haven't spoken about on the show yet, but I kind of want to wait until I've finished it now. Um, yeah, that's fair. And that's going to take... I've got to get back to it because That's of fair. other said game but um and because of that i haven't bought any other games for my switch because i made a deal with myself that i wasn't gonna do that um so yeah so i've if got it, if one it game. helps that's a responsible choice it really is and it's it, it's but it's not made 
any better by the fact that there is a lot of things I want to play on my Switch right now. The Switch is just still just a hit machine, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Creature in the Well, I'm looking at you very desperately. <laughs> Sayonara Wild Hearts, you haven't and gotten that- one of the games I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, uh, yes. Yeah, Switch is doing it, man. Yep. We're a couple Good of weeks away from all those um old CRPGs coming out. Like, I saw listed in the pre-order section, the Baldur's Gate double pack is listed. Yep. There's like, four, and... there's like four Dragon Quest games on there now. Yeah, yep. Oh, man, 11 came out. Mm-hmm. 11 came out, and then there's like... 1, 2, and 3. 1, 2, and 3, yeah. And right now, if, uh, if it's up your rally, there's a really big sale on, actually. Not helpful to you, of course, Joe. I know. No, I've already. But uh, I'm probably gonna probably gonna wrap up my Final Fantasy collection because a bunch of uh, those games are on sale. Uh, and I already own seven, eight, nine, but ten and twelve are on sale. I'm like, why not just have them both and then just have this ridiculous like potential for like five hundred hours of JRPG goodness in no, my pocket? No, no Karen, fuck that. Get that chibi. Get get chibi fifteen. Chibi fifteen. Yeah, I, I thought it was on sale. Actually have been hover I've got like a tab open on my phone for a copy of Final Fantasy fifteen Royal Edition. It's on sale for like thirty bucks at E B. Oh I'm, really? I'm like, I'm really gonna play it. I don't know man. I, enough- I I love that thing because I do the same thing as well where you're like there's something that you want to buy but you can't really justify it yet, but you just leave that tab open. You're like, I'll come back to that. You keep the I'll tab come- open. Yeah. And every time and, you open up your phone, you're just like, oh, oh. that's it. Oh, it's there. And like on some <laughs> level as well, in the back of your mind, you're like, maybe if I open it, the sale will be over. And I'll be like, oh, I missed it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> or there's the opposite of that, where there's that one day where you're like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And then that's when the sale's yeah, over. Yeah, the sale's over. You're like, oh, I waited too long. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I, well, okay. how about we, uh, well, do you want to save out the, the big one for the end? I think we round out with a big one, yeah. Regale me with stories of your of your gaming okay. uh, habits. So, first things first, I will not be talking about it at length because I'm currently in the pro- process of putting something together for it, but I finished Control. Nice. Uh, holy shit, what a video game. I love it. Awesome. But again, I will, I'm planning something right now, but I'll, I'll be able to actually talk about that in full without having to worry about spoiling it for you Joel because I know you want to play it I don't know when you'll get to it I actually do yeah like but, I'm, um, it's, I, like, it's definitely when I uh, definitely want to play it so I like it enough to want to preserve that for you so you have the chance to play it because this awesome. game is just it's one of those things that the less you know the better maybe maybe that's my time limit to finish Astral Chain so I can talk about it on the show and also so I can actually give it to you maybe during PAX <laughs> so we can do an exchange we, we could do a swap I'll yeah. be down yeah um, uh, cool so yeah, that's Control. Very good, cool. but you'll hear from me about that more soon. Cool. Uh, a few weeks ago, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered came out on the Switch and PS4 and PC and possibly Xbox, but I got the Switch version because why wouldn't you? Yeah, honestly. of course. Yeah. Uh, I, so I've never actually finished Final Fantasy VIII, and again, I won't talk about it too much because there's no real revelations for a game that's about 20-odd <laughs> years old now. Right. But I... I, it's funny with that game how much of the weird stuff I remember, but I also forget so much of the other weird stuff that's in the game later. That just it's such a weird game, right? Okay, the, ga- the game that came out between seven and nine. It's just so odd. So try try to boy, what do I where do I start? So of course in this one, 
I guess Square was just really they were like, how do we follow up a Materia system from Final Fantasy VII? Because the Materia system is perfect. Yeah, it is a perfect way to build your characters because it's just really easy, and it's and, really intuitive to change on the fly as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And and you get you can see what changes that will have to stats and stuff. Just a really cool cool system. Yeah, and I guess they were like, shit, how do we follow it up? I'm not sure who suggested the system they picked, but junctioning like summons to your characters i don't think it was it dudes because <laughs> it's really weird and i to talk about it and explain it would take way longer than it's worth but the fact that i just always forget sometimes to change who my summons are on will just mean i end up in fights where i'm like all right guys let's go oh you guys don't have any summons so you can only attack you can't even use items Ugh. Ew. Ugh. so because like it was a similar situation in seven where if you if you did forget to put materia on your characters they couldn't use magic or anything but at least they could use items yeah like, exactly you've still got some other options like you, you just use them as your like trash healer yeah yeah so but in eight if you if you boy if you happen to forget to put like a, a gf which is what they call their summons on a on a character they are they only had their vanilla attack and they can't really help the team out and it's just it's a bad feeling and sure maybe i should just remember how to you know to do it all the time but that game expects me to juggle so much information that it's just so much of it slips through the cracks <laughs> like because even if you do remember to junction something to a character you then have to remember also that magic is drawn from enemies and specific spots around the world so your 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 magic spell catalog is limited by what you've actually pulled out of enemies Right. and that even goes for some of the summons as well like you can miss a lot of them and if you miss them in their first like usually they're in bosses and you have to specifically remember to draw the summon from a boss otherwise you can't get it until like the last dungeon of the game and at that point like why <laughs> why <laughs> okay uh and so this one's this is a weird gripe and maybe it's not a big deal to some people, but boy, it, for some reason, it just really makes me unhappy. The person who finishes the combat, like the encounter, gets more XP. Oh. So. Didn't the Pokemon just, games do that for a while? Maybe. They definitely have a, a, like a system where if you like swap Pokemon around, they all get a portion of the XP, but like the person, the one who finishes the fight gets more. Yeah. But... And now, again, that would be all good and well, except here's the problem. This is a game where you're constantly shifting around parties. Right. Party, si- party size of three. Uh, but, of course, you have a main character. And that main character is Squall, who can never leave your party, really, unless you're in one of those dream sequences. Or if you happen to... There's, like, a couple of segments where you play without him. So it, And it's just ended up with my Squall being, like, 20 levels higher than the rest <laughs> of my party. Like, I don't know how this happened. And, and then it sort of snowballs because then he's getting stronger because... Yeah, because yeah. he keeps getting the kills. Right. And the, here's the other thing, right? The enemies have, like, windows of levels where they scale to your highest... Like, a, an average of your highest and lowest party member. Oh. So, I come in here with, like, my level 50 squall and, like, my level 30 self is just like, I can't touch these guys. I can't get kills. I'm like, sorry, selfie. That means you're kind oh. of never going to be in my party, I guess, because you can't get that finisher XP. It's just, there's a lot of weird decisions. The game itself is still pretty good. 
but I'm having to relearn a lot of things that I didn't think I would have to relearn when I'm playing it. Right. Still, still solid. It is definitely the black sheep of that particular trilogy. Seven, of course, being, well, seven. And nine being the love letter throwback to the classic Final Fantasies. And eight's just like, I'm just really weird. <laughs> I'm the weird one. <laughs> just the weird one. Yeah. The weird hey, someone's got to be the weird one. Yeah, someone's got to be the weird middle child. And it, it's eight. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm nearly, I think I'm nearly finished it. Still not regretting playing it. It's just sometimes I'll just pause and be like, what am I doing? What is happening? Had had you played it before? Or is it? I've played the, at least like the first disc in a bit, I think. Okay. So it's not my first time playing the game, but honestly, I haven't played it since. Like, maybe I played it on PS3 when it got put out as like a classic on the on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. But I, I definitely played it on PS1. Yeah, would you, would you recommend like if some maybe for people who are you know, honestly like, if you have if you haven't really played Final Fantasy, give it a look. Okay, but uh, it's yeah, it's weird. And if you have played another one recently, specifically like again on Switch, there's only like five to really pick from. And if you played any of those other ones, and then you go to this, oh, you know what? It might be a similar story if you try to play twelve. It's just really weird. Still very okay. good. I still actually I forget how much I like a lot of the characters in it, and just. It is also a leap from Seven, right? Seven's like a very early sort of PS One game where everyone's like a Lego character. Okay, yeah. And something you go to Eight, and these models, are, the remaster is really good. I did say because this is the one that like has that line, like the the prettiest, yeah, the guy. most handsome boy in school. Yeah, and he, he uh, is now. Like that's why I saw Squ- a lot of people. Squall's a looker. Yeah, I saw a lot of people posting that when it came out, and I was like, oh, okay, that's they killed. Cool. Th- they ruined the meme, but yeah, he's a handsome. He's a handsome man. <laughs> They've righted the wrong. They have righted the wrong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's Final Fantasy VIII. Very good game. I'm glad that the... Th- I'm glad... Here's the thing. Even... No matter what, I'm glad you can buy it. Because it was yeah. just... It was that weird stretch of time where Square wasn't even mentioning Final Fantasy VIII. Right? They had like seven right. and nine and ten and twelve. It's like, where's eight? And they're like, eight? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yep. There is no eight. <laughs> I do know someone who says that eight is her favorite. Yeah, so. and again, I can see it. It's just again, especially because I have recently played through some seven to get that platinum trophy. It was I had to forget a lot of stuff, right? To to sort of get this game to work in my mind. But yeah. uh, if nothing else, boy, it's got a hell of a soundtrack. Really good soundtrack. Well, there's a plus side to it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, most of the Final Fantasies do, but the opening of this game, being the track Libari Fatale, it's just so good. Oof. Nice. But yes, the other game I've been playing, and it's the one that I know that you, I showed you, you saw a bit of it when you were up here last weekend. I did. You haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. And that is, of course, from Australia's very own house house, Melbourne's own house house, in fact, I believe. Yes. Uh, Untitled Goose Game. Yes, or what's? Do you have handy the uh, oh, the, the Japanese title the Japanese for it? Japanese one. Um, yeah. it's oh, I've got mischievous. I'm gonna pull it up because I put it in ch- our group chat the other day. It's like I... mischievous goose is coming or something. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Un- the Japanese title, the full Japanese title, Untitled <laughs> Goose Game. Mich- mischievous goose is coming. <laughs> I love it. That's so fan- much. That's so good. 
and having seen this game in action, like I mean, I've seen trailers and stuff as well, and and all that sort of jazz. But seeing you play it, yeah, that's oh, that's man. it. That's hundred percent it. It's a mischievous goose. I, I love say. it. So great. Uh, boy, can I just say also that Japanese name just cancels each other out as well. By the way, yeah, you can't, yeah. You, you can't be called Untitled Goose Game. Mischievous Goose is coming because that's a title. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you know, you're gonna you're gonna do you. Uh, oh. Yeah, so, look, real simple premise. You're a goose, and also you're a jerk. Yep. That's, yep. that's, that's like the pitch for this game, right? You're a bully. You're just a bully. You're just a bully. Yeah, it's, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not something that you, you, I, you would, I, I find that you would enjoy saying. It's like, yeah, you're a bully, and it's really fun. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay. But in this instance, it's, it like kind of works. A, when you're a goose, it is. Yeah, all things go. I, I I must admit too, like apart from the fact that um, a lot of people are really enjoying this game and seeing you play it, I was like, this looks great. Yeah, um, there's been an endless stream of content, like meme wise, on the internet. People are talking about it favorite. who I who I didn't like, because um Neil Druckmann tweeted about it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> dog. Like so many people. It's just popping up everywhere on my Twitter feed. It's just great. The memes the, are so the good. The memes are great. I saw that someone they re, someone recreated the. Uh, yes, they did, Joel. The two the two girls like scream like one girl screaming and holding back, and then the cat sitting at the table. But it's yeah, like, and they did it in the style of the game they as did. well. I'm like, that's amazing. Because yeah, someone did do that meme. I think yeah, a week ago where it was just like they shopped heads over all of them and then shopped the goose in the place of the cat. Yeah, someone actually drew it in the style of Untitled Goose Game, and yep. it is actual art it's so good (laughs) Uh, but yeah so the game itself real look real simple controls you are a goose you've got a button for honking which is the most important button (laughs) i cannot stress enough that that button must be pressed at all times (laughs) you've got a button to lower your little goose neck to sort of lean down and pick stuff up you got a button to flap your goose wings (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to assert dominance yeah to this be a, and and even sometimes like i was doing it just to showboat yeah <laughs> just like when someone makes direct eye contact with you just put your wings up and honk at them <laughs> they this won't is know my what town. to do <laughs> this is my town this is the goose's town now <laughs> uh and yeah so what's great about this game it's short and it's yep it's weird i've seen some people going oh it's a pretty short game i'm like good good yeah. <laughs> this is an interesting thing like i had this thought the other day like i remember i used to not completely judge games but I, like look, I, I, I was guilty of it i would i've done it in the past yeah i mean back when i guess when we probably had more time to play yes, games that's probably a big part of it yeah and also i think back then too there was not as much of a an onslaught of good games yeah of good games that are like year round it was like specific times of the year like that end of the year block was like yeah cool that's when everything's out. and i'm like i'll oh, use the rest of the like the coming year i'll use that like lead up time maybe to fill just in my up. gaps but nah there's no time for that now no. like it's just it's yeah. too much and yeah so when there's a short experience like this that comes along that is complete it's like you can finish it and go i've had a good time with this and there's no new game plus or like games as a service stuff that you need to worry about <laughs> it's just this is the game this is this is it uh, yeah. It's it's almost like a bit of a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, because like honestly, all up, this game will take you probably about two and a half hours to finish. That's good. Yeah, yeah honestly, it's a good deal. Mm. Uh, the gameplay is really hard to describe. It's very sandboxy. 
the right. I'm pretty sure the, the Wikipedia and some other places listed listed genre as like puzzle stealth. I'm like, oh, I guess, I guess it's a puzzle game sort of, and there's some light stealth mechanics. But- I'd probably more from what I've seen of it. I'd probably more like uh, put it akin to something like a point and click adventure game. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Because it's all about, like, you know, finding what things work with what other stuff to, uh, uh, like, ach- uh, achieve an objective. Yeah. yeah. Instead of, like, t- yeah, I'll, I'll just talk about some of the things, how the game works. So, basically, you move through areas, and each time you enter an area, you're, you've got, like, a to-do list. And, basically, that to-do list has just got a bunch of just tasks that it wants you to do. Usually, they're just sort of, like, pretty basic ones. And then at the bottom, there's one where you've got to gather a certain group of items and then, also, there are hidden ones in each of the areas that won't pop up on there. Right. So, if you if you if you think you're great because you're like, oh, I finished all the to do list stuff, I'm good. Guess what? You didn't. There's more stuff. <laughs> There's more things for you to go back and have a look at. So, get get your get your possess that goose again. Get in there. It's get cool though. Because it, it re- like rewards you uh, yeah, for, for sure. exploring as well. That's cool and like experimenting with things. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, a, cu- a couple of just random examples that I just, again, without giving too much away, because there's a lot of stuff in this game, but you'll have that, it's a really good aha moment sort of game, where you figure out how you're supposed to do something. Uh, one of the very early ones you have to do is, there's a gardener, and you have to make him hit his, uh, he, has to, he has to hit his hand with his hammer. And okay. honestly, I got stumped on it for a lot longer than I thought I would. But it all became clear to me when I when I accidentally knocked over a sign, right. and he was just like, "Oh, the sign, shit!" And he goes to get his hammer, and you have to wait till he's he's so he raises his hand up a couple of times, and you're like, "Okay, wait." And when it's at its highest point, he pauses, and then the second you see him start to bring it down, you honk, <laughs> and he just he just he collides with his hand and he is not happy <laughs> and it's just it's filled of like little moments like that where you just go that was it wasn't a hard puzzle but like the, the the light bulb moment was fun yeah yeah it's it's like we've talked about this with other games before where it's like you know it makes you feel like you're being really smart and outsmarting the game but it's like no the this is how the game is designed yeah it's, yeah exactly yeah it's great yeah uh it's it helps that it's also got a very the the visual style is very simple, mm-hmm. so like you're never sort of getting too confused or lost in the world because it's sort of presented from an, an isometric point of view, right? So yeah, you it's just it's simple but effective, and you get to be a goose and honk as much as you want, <laughs> and just be a just be a bully. There's a couple of characters you can just really torment, and I enjoyed it way more than I probably should have. Yeah, I watched you. I watched you with that poor boy. <laughs> poor, he's like one like of the ten minutes. He's been one of the biggest memes that I've seen come out of that game. <laughs> <laughs> just him getting bullied. It's yeah. Uh, I, I just I watched you just make him drop his glasses and just run around with them for ages, and then steal yep. his plane and then sell it. Yeah. Make. Oh yeah, you can. You take his little plane to the shop to the right. You drop it there, and the, the, the chick who runs the shop's just like, oh, this is weird, pops it back down, and makes the kid buy it back off of her. <laughs> this goose is a real jerk, but what a, what a dude. It's, uh, yeah, it's really cool. I, the other thing I really no- I noticed from just watching you play it for about half an hour or so um, yeah. <clears throat> was the, like, the 
dynamic soundtrack as well. Joel, thank you for bringing that up. The music yeah. is actually very good. It's really cool. I really like that, like how it just you know, it, it intensifies on how much of a bully you're being, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or or if you're about if you're running into a human as well, like it all sort of there's like a little jingle that plays when they make contact. That's probably yep. one thing I would. Compl- it's not a huge. It's not a huge issue, but sometimes it is a bit annoying how close a person gets to the goose before the goose just sort of um I know has has to turn around basically because the goose you know has its limits. Yeah. You can't just like full attack people. If they get too close to you, the goose will sort of turn around and sort of have to take some steps away from the human. That goose hitbox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Goosebox. Yeah, goosebox. Right, cool. The, the right. goosebox is a, I don't know, it was a bit a bit bigger than I thought. It wasn't a huge issue. Just a couple of times it was a bit of a pain in the ass when you were trying to very quickly navigate an area with an object in your mouth and a human would touch you and you just mm-hmm. drop it. And you're like, ah, I had that. Yeah. But apart from that, like just... The game's like, it's on, I'm not sure how much longer it is on special for, because it has like a launch discount, but... Yeah, it's part of that sale, I think, yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, if you're if you're interested, like, look up a trailer and then buy it, because it's 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 a fun way to spend two and a half hours and just be a goose. Yeah, be a silly goose. Rake in a lake. <laughs> it's, like, it's like your first job. Oh my like, god. Just get the rake and drag into the lake and... Why? Because you're a goose. Yeah. Who's who's a bully? Yeah. You're yeah. This is what you want. Simple. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's really about it for my solo endeavors. I have also recently started playing Judgment, but way too early to talk about that yet. You'll you reserve your judgment <sighs> on that till a later date. So, Joel. <laughs> Moving I have on a kid that. now. I have a kid now. I'm I allowed know. to make those jokes. I'm you legally are, allowed to. You only get so many passes a year. So <laughs> You're keeping tally. I like to think you've got like that's, a notebook. That's, hang kid. on, hang on. Just yep. one. Yep. All right, cool. Fair enough. Yep. As long as you're keeping score, it's fine. Because I yeah, sure as shit aren't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's it for my solo endeavors. But of course, there was, the, there was another game that came out just... Two weeks ago now, maybe? Two yeah, 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 yeah. Come up on two weeks. That you've been looking forward to for a while. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, I, I, I've had a roller coaster ride of emotions with this franchise g- developer, head of the company, um, for a long time now. Uh, I've gone through all the emotions of, like, I don't want to play whatever they're going to do. It's been too long. I don't think I need it. And then I saw the trailer for it, and then I was like, of course I fucking need to play this game. Uh, That is, of course, Borderlands 3. Borderlands Um, 3. It's real. It took, like, six, seven years? Yeah. Yeah. Seven years. It was actually, like, I think last week it was... um, It was in my Facebook memories. (laughs) Yep, of us, like, getting together. The the, the fateful uh, quest to find the, uh, the VGA to HDMI or something, adapter that we had to find for one of the TVs to play together, because we... We land that with our PS, uh, PS3s. We logged our PS3s to a friend's place. Yep, we uh, we played that all night. That was that was fun. I really it's enjoyed honestly doing that. one of my favorite like gaming memories. Yeah, um, like it's those, those Borderlands two land sessions were fantastic. And that's the thing, like Borderlands two, like won't go into it too long. Like it's it's one of my favorite games of all time. It's got one of my favorite, probably my favorite piece of DLC for any game, um, because I think it it wrapped up the story of that particular of Borderlands 2 
really nicely and it did it in a really like kind of emotional way that I wasn't expecting uh, with it's a character a, that I really like. It's a surprisingly emotionally mature DLC. Yep. From, well, Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, from Borderlands. And a, a, a DLC that was based around like a Dungeons and Dragons-esque game. And I like, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I, it was, it's the last collector's edition of a game that I ever bought. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I, when I saw people unboxing their super diamond loot chest editions on, on launch day, I was like, fuck, I wish I'd got one of them. They look really no. nice. No. <laughs> they look Joel, really nice. No. So Joel, no. Did you see it? They're like, they have like compartments yes, and shit. It's they real... look nice, but no. It's way better than the one that I got. Way more expensive got as well. Pardon? It was probably it was probably more expensive as well. Oh yeah, it was like another hundred dollars or whatever, oh. and then some on top of what I pay for mine. Um, but the thing was, like with with that, I got the the season pass, so that was pretty good as well. Um, but yeah, so I when they announced it this year, it it was real, it was happening, and that it was coming out within like five months. I was like, first of all, I was like, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, but lo and behold, it's here. Uh, we've played it. You've played a little bit more than I have, but I've been catching been up over bu- the last couple of days. You've been busy. It's been understandable. I was lucky wherein... Because I, like, I don't like playing Borderlands solo, whereas mm-hmm. I know that you do. Yeah. I was just lucky that my housemate at the time was, had some time off, and it just made pumping through some of that game a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm that, I'm that weird, like minority that likes to play Borderlands solo. Because, I mean, and, and again, we'll, we'll talk a bit more in the gameplay section, but running it solo, you've hit a couple of bosses that... That laid me up. One of them got yeah. patched in... Uh, one of them got nerfed in the latest patch. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and I was like, doesn't matter, I fucking did it myself anyway. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's not even just sometimes because of how hard they are. It's just sometimes this game throws... Yeah, the kitchen sink at you. Yeah, which is good. Like that's what Borderlands has always been. Like especially end game content stuff. Like it's always been like, yeah, you want to be a badass, then prove it. Like that's we're gonna throw everything we've got at you, and you've got to adapt to that. Um, and sometimes it gets yeah, it gets pretty hairy. Uh, yeah. But it's just that they've done that in the middle of the campaign this time. Uh, in some yeah. aspects, Have, having a friend there, honestly, like with a second person, it may like it's a lot. I don't want to say easier, but every like even when the game feels like it's throwing a lot at you, it feels yeah. more manageable. Which I I'll take a set. I, I, I guess a little side note here. I think to to talk about like a I guess a downside to it. Um. So my wife played a bit of Borderlands before as well. She really likes playing. The I, game. Yeah, I've played with her. Um. Yeah, you've been playing with I've her. Actually, I've played with her. I haven't played with you at all. I don't think so. No, I've yeah. had a couple of solid sessions with with yeah with your wife. Yeah, no, it's, it's, been, a, it, it's been it's really fun. It's been awesome though. Coming from work and and like Griffin's asleep and Ash is on the couch. She's like, yeah, I could use a res over here. <laughs> yeah, cool, thanks, awesome. I'm gonna do some damage over there. And she's like, oh hey bub, how you doing? I'm like, sleep. Like, it just made me smile every time I was walking in. Yeah. I'm like, I knew who she was playing with. I knew what it was great. It was so good. Um, but yeah, so uh, one night, um. I was like, oh, cool, why don't we try the split screen out? Because um, Borderlands has always been known for split screen multiplayer, which is pretty commendable in... Well, yeah, it, at at the time of 2, it was. It was pretty unheard of, especially with first-person shooters. Uh, it's still sort of unheard of with first-person shooters, but split screen and couch cobs becoming a bit more of a mainstay, especially in like indie party games and stuff. But um, Yeah, 
I mean, I would say it still deserves the, the, the commendation for the... I would say the Borderlands is AAA. So yeah, absolutely. I think I think for that reason, it's worth just, you know, giving them... Tipping the hat to them for, for putting it in. Yeah, um, it's just... Of course, that, it's, a, it's got a caveat because I know what you're about to say next. <laughs> it's a shame because, yeah, it's um, it's pretty rough. Like, the... the Ooh. That's a shame. Not even quality takes a hit. Like I wouldn't mind if the like the the quality of the game took a hit in terms of like like graphical fidelity. Um, did, but, it, did, it te- did the textures drop in res or anything? Or? Uh, a, a little bit, yeah. Like okay. as much as you would expect it to yeah, when yeah, it's from, running to yeah, like, side by side. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's not the problem. It's just that man. Sometimes if you try and if one of you tries to open your echo your your menu, oh boy, it gets a bit rough there for a second. Um, more than a second, probably a few seconds. Uh, and the other thing too, that th- this was a personal thing that threw me because I was playing solo for so long. I was so used to looking to the top right-hand corner of the screen for my map. Um, and But I was put on the bottom <laughs> of the, the, the top bottom oh, layout. No. And so yep. I kept looking at the top map and I'm like, that's not where I'm looking. Oh, wait, no. So it took a bit of an adjustment period there. But um, yeah, but I, I'm... They are. They have said that because I mean that's not that's among a lot of performance issues that the game has had, especially on PC as well. There's been some performance issues, um, but they are working tirelessly on that. They did put out their first patch for that yesterday, I think, day before. Um, it was on recently because it actually fixed something that I didn't even I didn't know was broken because I was I'm not keeping up with like the subreddits or anything. Okay, but it it was with an item that I was just like, man, this item surprisingly good like yeah i don't know if it's meant to be this good oh really i didn't know about have you, that have you, have, you, have you read the patch notes not not in depth no okay there's a particular item called it's like the something pipe bomb and uh <clears throat> it's it's it was just i reading the patch notes i'm like oh okay now i see what was happening we couldn't figure it out though because both my housemate and i basically used it once we got it and didn't change grenades after because right. we, we would throw it at bosses and it would just it would just melt them really they would just die and then yeah reading the passion it's like oh it was a bug that explains right. a lot <laughs> we'll see that, that that actually that's another i'm kind of getting all my gripes with the game out first before we talk about the good stuff which there is a lot of for me personally anyway and I'm, I'm sure there is for you as well but um Man, grenades, I don't like them in this game. They just feel a bit useless. And I so, I haven't found any good ones. And, and I just don't know whether that's, you know, RNG just screwing me over constantly or whether it's the fact that the grenades aren't as good. Here's um, a couple of things that I don't honestly believe work in this game. Grenades are one of them. Mm-hmm. Sniper rifles are another thing. Yep. Uh, rocket launchers, honestly. Um, yep. yep. Maybe in boss fights, but like... Nah, even, even then, like I've got other then, guns like, that, yeah, that do like m- do much more damage. Well, not much more damage, but they do more damage more reliably without having to rely on longer reload times and um, finer ammo as well. Yeah, like really, really finer ammo. ammo pools. Yeah, uh, yeah. Honestly, I don't see any reason to go beyond the pistol, SMG, assault rifle, shotgun pool. Like those yeah. are the. And that sounds like it's a bit of a. It's like, oh, that sounds boring. But, I mean, if you've played Borderlands before, you know that there is a lot of variety within those subcategories of weapons. Um, it definitely is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do feel like maybe I saw a lot more than I 
thought I would in the first few hours. I don't know if that's a weird thing to complain about. Right. That's, yeah, I guess that, that once, after you've played for quite a few hours, you start to see the patterns of how the guns are put together. Like, you, you yeah, sort of yeah. see how it, like, there are only, like, maybe eight or nine types of this specific stat, and then eight or nine types of this specific stat. And that's how they get around all the different combinations of putting them together. Yeah, but they just throw them in blenders. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, I mean, it's still fun. Um, I, I, I found that there's been a lot more, le- especially in early game. Now it's sort of slowed down a little bit. I don't know whether that was a bug or anything, but a lot of legendaries um, just popping out of nowhere. Um, and, <sighs> yeah, so I, I had a feeling this might have been a, a, a sore topic. Me and my terrible luck. <laughs> Border- Borderlands 3, it's, it's a bit more friendly to me now. But it, it hated me to start off with. I mm-hmm. quite infamously, one of my play sessions, I was having a rotten evening, and I hadn't. I was just like, I look. I get bitter sometimes when my the people I'm playing with are rolling better loot. Right. It doesn't help that this game also has that heavy social in, um aspect where it, it will track things that your friends are doing. Yep. So it'll be like, hey, blank, Jolly Mac picked up this gun. You're like, fuck you, Joel. Yeah, I, 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 hey, I was gonna say though, it seems like you've been having some pretty good luck. You've, I've seen every time it pops up for me for you now at the moment, Karen. It's been like yeah, purples look, or legendaries, which is good. So there's a re- there's a particular reason for it. There's a thing you can do that really helps. Okay, um, but yeah, this particular session I was having a rotten evening. Uh, we were getting to the end of the night, and we were like, you know what? We've got this Rick and Morty reference mission. Let's go and do that. Yep. Went and did it. It was a side mission. Couldn't believe my luck beat the bosses two legendaries drop i'm like holy shit my luck is turning i go and pick them up and they're both level 10 and at this point i was like level 25 i just (laughs) oh no i just sold them (laughs) yeah i it's yeah like i i had seen a couple of things pop up um like he's had a get the One Punch Man gun, and I was like, well, I've got to do that, and I realized that it was pretty early on in the game that you could get it, so I I managed to get that, um, and I... Go back at the end. Okay. Go back in the end game. The end game is... It's so weird to say this about Borderlands 3, because it is... The story is what you're kind of playing along with, but right. if you're in it for the loot, get to the end game. Okay. Yeah, which I... I you, you sort of mentioned that to me a couple of times now, and um, I... I, I I, with Borderlands especially, um, I've been I'm the type of person that's like, cool. Here's where the main quest is. Ah, here's all these yellow exclamation points. Let's clear all those out first, and then let's go through and, to the next story mission. Um, but so yeah, so that's that's how I did it. I we would because I mean my housemate and I we systematically clear these games out. Like you take us to a new area, and we we like cool. These are the side quests we're doing. We are knocking them all over. Yeah. Uh, this just happens to be a game where you can do it and it's fine. It's it's still fun, but without giving anything away, there's a mechanic at the end where it's just like, hey, you can now do this. And you're like, oh, cool. Oh, I've got no side quests left. Right. Yeah. I've so I'm sort of crit pathing now. Yeah. Because of Honestly, I, I, I felt bad telling you at first, but then I was just like, you know what? If I was playing this game, I'd want someone to warn me. I'd want yeah. someone to be like, hey, yo. Be aware, save some side quests for later. Um, and to be honest, so since I started doing that, I've actually... Not that I wasn't... 
that I was uh, not enjoying it beforehand, but I've I've really sort of been getting a bit more into the story of it. Um, yeah. Look, it's not as good as two. Let's put it that way, storyline wise. No, 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 not no. at all. Um, because I mean, he had that 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 Anthony Birch magic, like uh, as part of the writing team on two, and it was just it made it so much more. It was dumb and like immature, but it was also it had moments of intelligence and quite witty things to say at certain points. Um, and then with the pre-sequel, that was really great because it was made by an Australian team. So for people like oh, us yeah, in Australia, it ma- yeah, it made it much more like uh, endearing because like we sort of got the local references a lot more. Um, I will never ever forget the Bogan shotgun, Boganella, God. So good. We went back after we we had our first like Borderlands three session, and we started talking about Boganella, and we both booted up pre-sequel just to just to listen to it. <laughs> it's so great. I um, have I have had two talking guns. Well, not they're not they. One of them talks a bit, and one of them talks rarely. Yep. And they were they were both pretty good. I've had I've had one slight talking one. It was one that like I could throw, and it would turn into a turret basically. Um, there's a there's one there's a there's a talking gun that you're gonna like I think. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. It's it's one that I I hated the gun, but I used it just because I I liked the the talking part of it and the and the as to how you get it as well is pretty funny. Awesome. Even if it even it's sort of a recycled joke, I still liked it. Right. Okay. Um. You'll honestly you'll if you you'll you'll see the part where it's happening and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> you'll know when you you'll know when you get there. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. I it, well, that's what I mean. Like the the writing's not as strong in this one. I still think it's no. it's serviceable, definitely. Even like above serviceable. Um, when it's good, it is. Yeah. But when it's the, the toilet humor, it's fine. You know, like I don't want to sound like you know don't find things funny, but it's some of the bad ones have really grated on me. Yeah, like they've just worn me down. Yeah, and we're just like, I get it, I get it, but at the same time, I was in hysterics when I got to a particular mini boss where Moxie was just like, "Hey, uh, if you could possibly, you know, shoot him in the dick for me, that'd be great." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you know what, Moxie, for you, absolutely. And yep. I shot the particular boss in the in the groin, and it just popped. Instead of saying um critical hit in big red text, it just said dick shot, and I was like, yep. Okay, that was good. Yeah, was, I'll I'll pay that one. It's good fun. Um, and if if your if your character does sixty nine damage, they chuckle. <laughs> like, of course they do. God damn. It's yeah, like little details like that that it's I I still find uh, amusing because I'm yeah. And by the way, if you're on the fence about Borderlands and neither of those jokes jokes sound funny to you, you you kind of know this is in your game. Yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. Like. I, Borderlands is very popular and very like well received by a lot of people. Um, but I totally understand if you're not into it. Like it's, I totally get it. If it, for some people it will just be like I, that would drive me batshit crazy, and I totally get that. But man, I don't know. I just like it. It's, I guess it's kind of like the equivalent of like watching a Fast and the Furious movie, where it's like it has heart and it has like some sort of, like, weird values to it, but it's just explosions and, like, one-liners and 
I love that. That's what I'm there for. Um, I'm there for the loot. I'm there for the fun characters, especially with this one, because there are so many characters that do return. Um, and many that don't. Many that don't. Um, I'm still, I just, I need more time with my girl Tina. I need more time with her. See, I was, I was lucky, but the two that I was looking forward to spending time with were very early on in the game. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's a bit of a grind to get to, not a grind, but like it was a bit of time before I got to Tina. And even now, I still don't, I, I want more. I, I can promise you that you will see her again. Yeah. But I will warn you that maybe not as much as you want. Yeah. No, I, I had a feeling about that. And to be honest, she probably wasn't in. She wasn't in the base game of two a lot. It was like a, a series of quests that you did with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was such a fan favorite, um, and she's voiced by Ashley Birch, who I absolutely adore. She's so amazing at what she does. Um, the the voice acting in this is really good as well. Like a lot of the performances are really really fun. Um, a lot of people like sound like characters, like sound like people, but aren't them. If that makes sense. Yeah. One person isn't voiced by the right person. It sucks. Another person is yeah. voiced by the right person. Then I'm sort of like, but why? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. The, those two, yeah. Uh, luckily they're, I mean, yeah. I really like one of them though. And I was really hoping it would be for proper VA. Yeah. The per- I do as well. The person who filled in did a good job, but yep. I was just like, nah, it's not. Not it's not the same. Race, man. It's not the same. It's not my. It's not my race. Not my race. No. It's um, and yeah, claptrap's not in it. Or like, I mean, he's in oh, it, but like different voice though. They've, they've, yeah. Well, there's that. But like, in terms yeah. of the character himself, he's he's pretty toned down. Can I just say that that was my favorite part? <laughs> and until Joel, you think he's toned down, okay. right? Yep. Until you remember that practically every goddamn area you go to has a dead claptrap. Yep. And you'll pick it up and he'll speak to you and you're like, but why? <laughs> why are you talking to me? And he's just like, I'm trying to build another claptrap. I'm like, no. Uh, yeah. I don't, and, I don't want to do this. And then she, the other claptrap is just as annoying, if not more yep. so. Um, yeah. And yep. I got a soft spot for claptrap. But I don't know why, but you do. You. Uh, he's just, he's a, a lovable little ragamuffin. But um. But yeah, look, I, I'm really enjoying the game so far. I I, I think it, the, it's definitely a product of its time. They've updated enough of it to make it more like quality of life stuff, like the ability to slide um, into cover and things like that, and um, mantling and things like that. Stuff that's sort of like pretty common in first person shooters these days. Um, it's it's crazy to me to think that yeah, sliding in the and mantling and stuff. That wasn't in Borderlands 2. No. Yeah, it's insane, isn't it? Um, like, it's ins- like we Briefly before I came out, I was playing the new DLC for Borderlands 2 that they did this year. Yep. And just so many times you jump into a platform and just you'd face it collide and you'd slide down and you're like, oh yeah, I can't climb. Yep. Why Mentally. is this a thing? Yep. Um, well, because it wasn't back then. It wasn't like a... A few games still had it. Call of Duty was the one that really brought it to the forefront and then everyone was like, oh shit, we should have that in our game. And then it was forever. <laughs> Metroid Prime 3 had mantle walls. Yep, see? Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, I just feel like Call of Duty brought yeah. it to the masses. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever, Call of Duty, who cares? Yeah, look, hey, I'm not... I'm not... <laughs> 
I'm not going into bat super hard for Call of Duty, but I'm just this is a mere yeah, yeah. pointing at the fact. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I get it. I get it. I see. But yeah, like the the first few hours I was playing this, I was surprised it plays really well. Yeah, yeah. It's just sort of as time went on, I just I reached a point where I where I realized that maybe they showed a lot of their new mechanics too early. Yeah, yeah. They they could have like I like because the pacing of the game itself is actually pretty good. I found with border like going back through Borderlands two and just like tinkering around with it, it's so easy to get bogged down by side quests so quickly like you'll enter into a new area and you'll do the the the, the, like the introductory quest of that area and then it's just like here's like six side quests ready for you and you're like fuck i gotta do all these um whereas i feel like in this one it was it's it was sort of like new area you do a a bit of a a, like a, a main mission that had like multiple parts to it which i like that as well that has like it's kind of like in Borderlands 2 as well, but there's like, you know, multiple segments that would require you to go to different places for a main story quest. Um, and then you'll get like one, maybe two side quests to, to go through uh, on top of all the collectibles and stuff that are in the area. But I feel like it doesn't bombard you uh, too much, which is good. Um, and, and it sort of gets the pace and gets the story going along because... Um, there's a lot there's a fair bit happening in this as well um but i i, I we don't really want to talk too much story-wise today i, I want guess. you to finish it before i say anything and how i feel about the story yeah so um, uh check for my comment later yeah yeah we will touch back on this now but for now i'm really enjoying it um i'm obviously going to keep playing it i really like i really like borderlands um i definitely didn't buy a, a t-shirt when i went to pick up the game of Tiny Tina, and I definitely didn't buy a hat the next day when I was going to work of Tiny Tina. Um, I did do that. 100% did that. Joel, I am I am shocked. Are you, though? No, I'm not yeah, shocked. No. It's that, that, it's, that, it's that fry gift from Futurama. Yeah. I'm it, shocked. <laughs> well, not really that shocked. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's pretty on brand for me. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really liking it. It's... Yeah. Again, it's it's like like it, like a Fast and Furious movie, or it's also like comfort food. It's just it's fun to sort of kick back, have a chuckle every now and then, shoot some guns. The shooting is really good. I think it still feels really nice to shoot weapons. Shotguns are the best they've ever been, um, which is great because I predominantly use shotguns in Borderlands, but the fucking ragdoll physics on some of the on some of those impact shotguns is just oh Italian oh. chef kiss. Honestly, it's very satisfying catching a psycho midair when they're jumping at you, oh. and then just watching them just sort of just stop and fall. And you're like, "Yeah, that's right." No, my favorite thing to do is um is like shoot an enemy like fairly close to you, and then like knock them back in the air, and then finish them off before they hit the ground. <laughs> and like skeet shooting, you're like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> um, it's very good. Yeah, it's a good game. It's a very good game. Yeah, in case I'm sounding too negative, I do want to say that I have I did have fun with it, but a lot of the things that I want to talk about that are that are more that again will be more extreme both in the grievances and the things I really liked. I want y'all to finish it first, and then I will unleash my true feelings on Borderlands Three. Well, I've got two more days off, so um, I'm aiming to slam through a fair bit of it. Well, I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Is that is that is that it? That's that's pretty much that's it. The, yeah. That's um, it. Yeah. That's I think cool. for now, because I, I definitely think, like you said, we're going to return to this. 
yes i think so too yeah, yeah we might do maybe even just like a separate we'll thing circle back. yeah don't joel every time you say that we never do it. i know maybe one time we actually will but we'll actually follow through yeah who knows i'm just putting it out into the ether <laughs> so i think that just about does it for quest log this week joel but uh you know what that means you know what's up next on the on the the list on the slate i don't Karen. please tell me it's our it's our new segment we're kicking it kicking it into dope or nope so as i said before our wonderful bumper dope or nope is our new segment i was gonna try and do some long-winded long-winded intro but i know how often it just falls apart from joel for for joel so it's not gonna bother this is where we each bring news topics and then we sort of we either give it the thumbs up with the dope or the thumbs down with a nope and uh if it gets through, we talk about it. If we don't, it gets tossed into the abyss. Yes. To never be thought of again. Mm-hmm. Harsh but fair. Yeah. High stakes. <laughs> no, no room for messing around here. So That's what, it. Do you want to start off, Joel, or should I start off? Um, I haven't got a whole lot. I've got a, um, I've got a couple. Like it's been, it's been a weird period where... September was really busy at the start, and I was just like, oh, this will be great. And then a couple of small things happened. I'm like, oh, I can't go back to those ones now. So we got some, yeah. we still got some good stuff, though. There's still some fun stuff to talk about. And like I said, I do, have, I do have something planned for the end, but I just want to get a want to get some information out of you and out of me. Okay. And I'm going to write it down, and we're going to revisit it at a later date. All right. I like it. Um, well, all right. I'll kick it off. Uh Last week, uh, sorry, they only announced it like a couple of days before, didn't they? It was pretty, pretty quick. Like, oh, for, hey, this is happening for the state of play. I'm assuming that's what for you the mean. state of play. Yeah, 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 it was a quick turnaround. I think people were sort of waiting when they announced that um, Last of Us media event. Yeah, we had a feeling something was coming. Yeah, so basically, what I got to bring this week out is uh, last week Sony had a state of play, uh, like the the PlayStation Direct, basically. Yeah, that's. This was the most PlayStation Direct one yet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what do, you, what do you say? I say dope, because there's some good stuff yeah. in this Direct, which I'm just going to call cool a Direct. <laughs> yeah, it's a Direct. Um, so, apart from the obvious, which was um, we got a new trailer for The Last of Us Part 2, uh, and, a, a, and a release date, um, there was some other cool stuff in it that, that was thrown in there as well. It didn't feel... We were talking about this just before we started recording. Um, how, like, the one where they had Final Fantasy VII, they were like, well, we've got this just before, that we want to show. Like just before A3. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, we want to we want to talk about this, but we also don't want it to just be that. So they sort of scrambled and grabbed a few things and put it together and, yeah. and, and made it work. This one felt more like... A, like the the obvious reason for having it was the Last of Us Part Two release date and new trailer, but the other stuff that they had in there was actually like okay, pretty neat. And like, it, and it was like twenty minutes long this time, wasn't it? Yeah. Something like that. Was it? it yeah. yeah, it felt more like because yeah, t- the previous one, especially for seven, was ten minutes and it was basically three trailers, and that was really it. Yeah, this had like this felt more trailers. like a presentation. It has some trailers, some announcements, um, a limited edition console. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Still only a voice, though. I kind of want a face. Yeah, yeah. We, I think, yeah. 
They need someone to to be the the, the face of the this. Face would be nice, but yeah. Um, but uh, just just some highlights, I guess. From it kicked off with a, a trailer for Humanity, um, which is coming out next year, um, and it's by the team from uh, who made Tetris Effect. Hell yeah! I can't remember it what is. their name is. I can't either. But I do it starts with R, I believe. But um, yeah, uh, and they also made Res as well, I believe. After this state of play, someone in my Twitter feed was just like, "Oh, they tweeted about this game like two or something years ago," and I was just like, oh. "Holy crap, it did too!" Right, <laughs> just snuck okay. under the radar. Yeah, a really, really weird, weird trailer. But I, I was kind of into it. Um, I have exactly zero idea what this game is, but. When I found out it was by the Tetris Effect team, I was just like, okay, I'm yep. on my radar. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, it seems VR, like... not compulsory, which I would Not compulsory, no. Yeah. Um, I got a, I got a, uh, a bit of a, a Lemmings vibe to it. Um, but yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I'm wondering... I, I don't know, something about like seeing like a throng of people just like rushing towards something that was sort of like I think it was- mesmerizing in a way. Part of it for me was like when they were just like they're just falling off of the edge. I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. that's super lemmings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, um, I'm very curious about that game. It's pretty neat. Um, a couple other like quick fire things. Civ Six is coming um, to the PS4, and uh, which is is pretty cool. And Xbox One. And Xbox One, yeah. Um, and they are also getting the DLC, uh, yes. which is also coming to Switch. Ah, cool. So everyone's getting everything. It was just, because this was a state of play, they like Civ 6 on PS4 and Xbox. And the DLC <laughs> on Switch as well as PS4 and Xbox. We're all getting it, don't worry. It's, everyone's getting it, no it's one's, fine. No one's playing favourites. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then also uh, L.A. Noir, the VR case files, um, which has been out on PC, I think, for a little while now. Um, parts yeah, you can of, parts play. of that game have held up better than others, I think, is fair to say. Yeah, I mean, I'd be intrigued to see, like, check it out in VR to see what it's like. Um, I feel like you're spinning a lot of plates, though, but anyway. Yeah. Um, they were sort of, oh, and then there was, uh, they announced, which was leaked beforehand, uh, Medieval's uh, got a limited demo at the moment that you can play. You can get uh, a helmet for Sir Dan, which actually, if you wear Sir, uh, Sir Dan's helmet, um... Because I, I didn't bring this up in Questlog, but I did play it. There wasn't much to talk about because it was just like an intro area. It was basically an extended tutorial. Mm. Um, That's what I heard. And then, so I didn't I didn't download it for that reason, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's not much there. Um, but like I'm I'm intrigued in playing Medieval because I, I remember playing that on, on like the original PlayStation at a friend's house. It was one of the games that he had. Uh, and I remember it being really hard. But then I was playing it this time around and I was like, ah, this is fine. I was a dumb kid. Um but yeah, the helmet actually like gives you an extra challenge. Like I, th- I think it makes enemies stronger, or I can't remember. There was something to yeah. it that made it, it the game a bit more harder if you wore his helmet. Yeah, um, which is pretty neat. Uh, but yeah, it looks really good. Um, the the uh, the demo was fun, and it's out. It's still out now. If you want to interested in playing it, um. I'm going to lump this in with the quick fire stuff because I don't think either of us are going to probably play it or really care all that much about it. But um, Modern Warfare got a new trailer. Um, oh, I've got something for Modern Warfare later. 
Okay, all right. Well, maybe I'll leave that for them. But, but yeah, I got a new trailer. You got a new trailer, but writing is still what is happening. But character models look really nice. I refuse to believe that's gameplay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even still, though, it looks looks pretty good. Like I, I in terms, of, even for like like cutscene uh, character models, they still looked really good. Yeah. Uh, not as good as another trailer we'll talk about. Yeah, you know that Last of Us trailer. Yeah. Oof. Um. Uh, there was also the new game from the Katamari Damacy team, which is oh, called Jesus. Watam. Um, now, I, I can't, I can't describe I, what this game is. I'm still picking up fragments of my brain from like watching that trailer. Like, yeah. Like, let's just say, if you thought that Katamari Damacy was weird, it hasn't got anything on this thing. No. Because um, when I watch a Katamari Damacy trailer, I'm like, okay, the game is, you know, you've rolled things up. I watched yeah. this and I was just like, so, hang, hang on a second. It's all about it's holding what? hands with people, or is this doing? Death Stranding? Like, is are a, we connecting oh, the world? Is this, by, is, this, is this the second game in the Strand genre? Because yeah, Death Stranding yeah. is the first one so far, so maybe this, this is, is the second a one. Bit, there's a bit of information that was missed that was cut off the end of the trailer. It, was, it just said, like, you know, um, Kojima Productions was, like, Tomorrow is publishing in your hands. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's it. Um, cracked a code. We've it looks it. weird. I, I'm going to keep my eye on it because oh, I'm, kind of cu- I'm kind of curious. But, um, yeah, uh, it's kind of fun. Kind of fun stuff there. Um, they also, speaking of Kojima, uh, a, a limited edition Death Stranding PS4 Pro they bundle. sure did. Uh, yeah, the PS4 Pro looks okay. I was pretty interested in in the controller until I'm sorry, you, Joel. You ruined it for me by saying it looked like urine, and I was like, "Well, now that's all it's I can the, see." It's the urine controller. Um, but it's really cool. Like on the touchpad, when it, when the the lights come on, it actually has Death Stranding like etched into it. So, but it's only like properly visible when the lights shine through it. And I'm like, that's actually pretty cool. Um. And uh, yeah, the, the the actual PS4 Pro itself looks nice. It's, um, it's not. It's fine, I guess. It's it's looking at it because I, I only saw the top view of it. I'm looking at the side view of it now, like seeing the fact that the middle, like the meat of the PS4 Pro sandwich, is um is black, and it has Death Stranding and gold lettering on the front of it. I'm like, that actually looks pretty classy. Say um, what you will about the game itself, but the nicest like themed PS4 is still. Is still that Metal Gear Solid Five one? Yep, that hundred percent is a beautiful console. Yep, it is a good looking console. Um, I do hundred percent agree with you on that one. But um, this is pretty nice looking. Uh, it's a good little bundle. I'm not going to get it because there's no way I'm buying a PS4 Pro now. Yeah, not with um, with, with PS5 certainly coming out next year at this point. Yeah, like there's no fucking way. Like I'm absolutely not going to do that. But um. That 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 said, and that unless my PS4 dies tomorrow, touch wood that it doesn't. Even then, Joel, I would say forward. get a get a regular PS4. I'll man. just get a pro. I'll just get a um, yeah, just a base one. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, uh, it looks nice though. But what we all came here for, uh, the most important thing, we got a Last of Us Part Two trailer. Uh, we got a release date. It's pretty much when everyone said it was going to be. All the leaks were pretty much true. Um, it's coming February twenty first, twenty twenty. Um, so just missing that Valentine's Day mark. 
um, which is probably a good thing considering Neil Druckmann has been on record as saying this is a game about hate. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's probably a conscious decision there, I would say, um, just to sort of like push it back a week, I guess, out of that, that spot. Um, but man, this trailer, um, I, I'm, I, I will say this now. I don't think I've mentioned this. It, it, I think it's, we didn't have it the last time we recorded, but, um, we just bought a new TV. Um, and it's a, it's a 4k HDR TV. Uh, and I watched this trailer in 4k and holy shit, it looks good. <laughs> it looks real good. Um, and just, yeah, hitting home that that fact that this game is, heavy um it's gonna be real heavy shit is going down and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be rough so i the trailer was very good Mm -hmm. it was very good trailer i have a concern i have a concern that i feel like again it could be it could be edited the way it is to make us think the obvious thing and then like pull a quick one on us yep i just i worry about what they're gonna do with dina yeah, uh, yeah, I I've had that thought as well. Um, for the I, for the main yeah. reason being like just like all right, Ellie, Ellie's finally happy with someone, and we're just gonna we're just gonna kill her. Like all right, which is bad. I, that's yeah. not that's not great. But also, Ellie's been here. Ellie's character has dealt with this before. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if I, how I feel about it. You know, what if Ellie dealt with it again? It's like, okay. Well, I, I mean, the, the 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 idea that we've got from not just this trailer, but from most of the trailers, especially the the Ellie herself centric ones, has been that she's fed up. <laughs> like, yeah, she's old enough now, and she's skilled enough now that she's like, I'm taking matters into my own hands. Um. And whether or not that's the right choice as, you know, an audience watching on, that might not be the best option, but in her mind, she's had enough and she's taken the fight back to him. Um, yeah. That like, honestly, like I said, that was just a concern that I had when I was watching it. I just, I was like, I feel like the character's been through this again, but whatever. Like, obviously Naughty Dog know what will do what they're going to do and I'll reserve my judgments until then. But I don't know. I feel like I know it just felt like we'd done that, but at the same time, they, I have heard the theories that maybe, maybe Dean is a bad person, which would be interesting. Like, I don't know. Mm, I'm, I'm yeah. o- keeping my mind open. Um, I think, I think for sure though, that that scene that is shown in the trailer, I think it, it's shown the way that it is for a reason. Yes. Um, I hope so. Like maybe she doesn't, yeah. maybe she doesn't get shot. Maybe it's behind a closed door and she's just... Mm. Or there's know. like a... You hear she Ellie, the, the gunshot goes over the shoulder or something and then they take yep. it away. Any number yep. of things could happen. But the way it's framed, I was just a bit concerned. Honestly, yeah. biggest shock for this trailer is them just going, oh, here's Joel. It's just like, what? yep. hang on a second. I need a that second. A thing. I need a second to process this. Because <laughs> we, we've like, we've heard, like we heard him once in that very first trailer. Yeah. Um, but that was still, you know, early on in the process. Now this game's coming out in, what, eight months? Um, yeah, like to, to see him sort of... We knew he was going to be in the game, but yeah. And we still don't really know 
why or how. Um, it was it was interesting. I I actually showed Brod hadn't watched the trailer yet, and he's only recently just finished playing The Last of Us for the first time. And um, so he's been watching all the trailers now. He's like, oh, cool, I can actually watch these. Um, and so I was like, oh, do you want to watch, when he was over visiting, I was like, do you want to watch this trailer? It came out today. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah let's do it. Um, we we chucked it on. And um, he was, he was interesting because he was like, I mean, I guess spoilers for The Last of Us, like mild spoilers. Um, Brob was like, I don't, I don't like Joel. He's a, He's a bad character. He's a bad person. He is a bad person. He is. And I was like, yeah, like, I mean, you, you're not wrong. So it's, um, it's interesting to see how that's going to factor into this game where Ellie seems like she's well and truly on the warpath. Um, and whether or not she finds out the truth <laughs> about what happened, um, Honestly, which I think I, I don't, is almost, I don't know yeah. if that matters at this point anymore for Ellie. That's true. Really? That's true. I yeah. think the biggest question becomes whether or not Joel sees what is becoming of Ellie and tries right. to like flip it or something. I don't know. Cause hmm. yeah, Joel is a bad person. There's no way around that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, it, and it's, yeah. Like I, it's, I understand, yeah. but he's, he's bad. <laughs> he is like, uh, it's, it's hard. It's, it's so, that's what's so good about the last of us is that it, that final scene sticks yeah. with me for that very reason. Yep. Yep. I just, oh God, <sighs> such a, oh man, I'm, <clears throat> it, it's insane to, uh, I, this is another thing that Brob brought up as well. Like from hearing us, he, he heard all of us saying like, last of us doesn't need a part, like doesn't need a second game. It didn't need a second game. Ended, had a great ending. Rah, rah, rah. Um, Broad sort of like started finishing this, like the first game when he knew that there was going to be a second one. And he was sort of like, it's kind of needs it like he goes it, it it feels like there there's more story to tell here and he's 100% right um i was firmly in the camp of like nope it's a standalone game it doesn't need it. i love that ending it's just i do really like the ending and like there was room for more story but i still wasn't convinced we needed it i, I the, the only thing that i thought at the time i thought maybe that they could do in terms of telling more story was from the perspective of another group of people the yeah. room around the same time, um, but and also maybe, that, like, that wouldn't you know, have felt. It things. wouldn't have felt right though. No, it wouldn't have. Uh, but then seeing what it looks like they're doing with this this game, and I mean, I'm fully ready to be completely like have my expectations subverted because I mean that's what Naughty Dog do. Like they're really good well, at. I mean, not always. <laughs> not always. Recent of recent though, like Uncharted Four was pretty. Like, I don't know. Like, there were a lot of, like, things that I thought were going to happen that didn't happen, and I think that were better for it. Um, So, I don't know. Um, I'm, I, yeah, I'm super pumped for this game. Oh, yeah. I'm Look, super, super I'm, excited. I'm there day one, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yep. How could you... How, if you own a PlayStation 4, you probably are also there day zero. Like... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And if, and if uh, for some reason that you... Haven't played The Last of Us yet. Sorry about the spoiler just before. But um, if you want to play it, it's PlayStation Plus game really, for the month of October. There are worse things you could have spoiled for Last of Us. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, all, all the best Last of Us spoilers are like 30-second moments. <laughs> yep, 100%. Um, oh, it's, that it's, intro. 
Jesus. There's like two or three scenes that I still think are some of the, the best things I've seen in a video game, like cutscene wise, in a long yep. time. There's a there's a, there's one sequence as well in like a in a, a abandoned hotel. I think it's a hotel or like a chateau, like a ski lodge or something like that. I'm not sure which one you're talking about. Um, the it's, one, a, it's a stealth mission, basically. The one I'm thinking of is a scene at a uh, like a farmhouse. Oh, which just has yes. like there's a line. The way that Ellie comes at Joel with, with some dialogue is just like that's oh. yeah, man. The performance is Ashley Johnson as Ellie and Troy Baker as Joel is just so good, fucking excellent. They they it's they are like two like mocap voice actors who are at the top of their game and the, the, just the performances in The Last of Us are like probably a good head above. Everything is gen. I agree, hundred percent. I loved Uncharted Four. There were some very good performances, but Last of but Us the is thing, still like the the um. The thing is with Uncharted Four, it doesn't have the the. You only get the emotional gravitas of those those performances if you've been there from the start. Really, mm. but yeah, I mean, man, even if Last you have, of Us, like oof. Last of Us, just yeah, oof, oof. oof. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a PlayStation Plus game for the the next month for October, which will probably go live yeah, this week. This week, probably um, this week. Yeah, so it's Last of Us Remastered. Um, which, if you have played it, play it again. If you haven't played it, what are you doing with yourselves? <laughs> play, play that game. It's so good. Can I say the one thing that has me nervous is is Naughty Dog being like, "Yeah, this is our." Like, they didn't specify. The context of how they meant it, but they're like, hey, this is our biggest game yet. I'm like, don't say that, please. Mm. Yeah. Last of Us Part 1 is a long game. I Yeah, I I, I guess... I'm wondering if they're going to ex- be exploring more with, like, open areas. I mean, more maybe. so than, like, a, a little bit more linear. Because they did that with The Lost Legacy. And I hope, Uncharted I hope the well, areas aren't that big, though. No, no. But they had, like, you know... Elements yeah, yeah. of like the rewarding exploration and stuff like that, and I, it'd be nice if they did something like that, maybe. But I, I mean, that's not why I'm playing The Last of Us Four. I'm playing that for <laughs> getting that punched story. in the guts a whole bunch. Give me that story. Uh, Give it to yeah. me. Yeah, one, yeah, one of the best stories of 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 video, like one of the best video game stories out there, I would say. Um, and we're gonna see more of it soon. But yeah, that's all from the uh, the state of play. It's a tidy little twenty minutes, and um, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Good times. Okay. Well, I've got another little short story. This is this is one that came up recently, and again, I don't think there's really much to say about it. I just want to say that it's cool, and I guess we could discuss the choices they made. Mm-hmm. But um. The National Film and Sound Archive of Australia is going to start archiving Australian video games. This is a big old dope for me. It's, a, it's goddamn big old dope for me too. Mm-hmm. This is so, fucking cool. Obviously, the, the the issue of like archiving and just sort of maintaining video games is a discussion that's happening more and more, especially with things moving digital. Really, yeah, it's very 100%. easy for games to just be lost now, which is insane to me. Uh, and yeah, the national Pour film... one out for Scott Pilgrim. <sighs> Pour one out. Because of Scott Pilgrim, I really want to buy River City Sisters. Yeah, I... River City Girls. River City Girls, yeah. 
I hear if you uh, if, if they're like yeah. they're like whichever title it is. Like if you like Scott Pilgrim, look at this game. And I was like, don't say that because I will. Yep, and I don't want to. I, I really did like that game it's a, a lot. Really, it's a really good game. It's so good. Anyway, so the National Film and Sound Archive of Australia has yeah we'll start archiving games made in Australia to be preserved for the future. This will include storyboards, artwork, soundtracks, and more. So I will read through the list of the initial eight picks, and there's a couple in here that I was like, okay, sure. And there's a couple in here where I'm like, yes, preserve everything you can of that game. Yes. So we've got The Hobbit by Beam Software, 1982. Okay. Halloween Harry, Interactive Binary Illusions slash Sub-Zero Software, 1985 slash 1993. Okay. Shadowrun, Beam Software, 1993. Didn't realize that was Australian, but that's awesome. L.A. Noir, Team Bondi, 2011. Yep. Boy, I haven't heard of Team Bondi name in ages. Yeah, man. Submerged, Uppercut Games, 2015. Okay. Hollow Knight, Team Cherry, 2017. Hell yes. Florence, Mountains, 2018. Also a big old yes. Aspire 1 VR Operative Digital Load, 2019. Yeah, I that game I saw, because it's going to be on the indies in PAX Rising at PAX. Oh, is it? I saw. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm going to check that out. Nice. But, um, yeah, that's, yeah, interesting. It's really cool that these games are going to be preserved, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of it in the future. Yeah, absolutely. But it's a big old hell yeah. Like, everything you can get from Hollow Knight, save it, please. Yes, yes, <laughs> obviously, yes, Obviously, yes. like, all those games as well, but Hollow Knight, it's just... I still can't believe that that's a game that came from Australia. Like, I, it's yep. just... It's ridiculous. Well, even like I mean, to a different, a completely different sort of game, but like, um, Untitled Goose Game is a Melbourne-based yeah, studio, get and that, that's getting archive it. <laughs> yeah, that that is getting worldwide press. Like, um, it's, it's popping up everywhere on my Twitter feed just because I've got people who are just like retweeting, going, "This person's talking about Goose Game." <laughs> yep, I know, right? It's crazy. Um, it's so good though. But yeah, I love this idea. Yes, for sure, it's I a think great it idea. Needs to happen. In fact, I want I want like a Hollow Knight like art exhibition. Let's just do that. Well, because this Can was announced at um at a uh, Game Masters in Canberra, I believe. Right. We ha- I remember we had the game Game Masters. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the one we had at ACMI a few years back, and it was really good. Oh yeah, 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 cool. It was the one where yeah, it was just great. We had, it was really had, good. Had like Metal Gear there, Journey was there, Minecraft was there, just heaps of just cool games set up. That was a really good yeah. exhibition. Again, there's um, really not much to say about it besides that. It's just a really good initiative to see sort of pick up steam. I'm glad you brought this because it was one thing that I was going to bring and then I <laughs> forgot about it until you mentioned it. And I went, oh, yeah, that's right. I was going to bring this. Like, um, out of the plethora of stories I could bring, I was like, bring this one. This one's yeah. important. This one's Australian video game related. Mm-hmm. And it's just important for, you know, our industry, which I think is starting to sort of yeah get back into motion again now which is just great to see i really i I was about to say i really feel like that we're on the precipice of like australia really kicking off as yeah a especially not just but especially in the indies um like market uh we are we are starting to like hold our own there are so many of these games like florence like goose game like hollow knight that are being recognized worldwide uh by people 
for being at, like just genuinely good games, not just yeah. like good games for Australia. Like it was yeah, for sure, it, absolutely. They are up there with the best of the best. Um, that was another story I think that came out since we last recorded as well. Um, can't remember who's that. So, uh, X, uh, one of the ex Bioware heads is starting a studio in Melbourne. Shit, I sort of bought that. Yeah, David Gaden. Yes, he's yeah. doing the, he's doing the story time at PAX. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so he yeah, he is launching a um, Australian studio with uh no, the other guy's name Liam El- El- Elsa. What was that? What was that convention? The mm. queer the queer gaming one. Oh, um, what was it called? I can't remember. But that so Liam was involved with that. That's right. And yeah, yes. now he's working with David Gaden to just basically launch this Australian indie studio, which is really cool. Yeah. And wasn't really there's also cool. talk of Sledgehammer opening a studio down yes. here as well. That was the other Sl- thing as well. Sledgehammer's gonna be at PAX in some capacity as well. So just Ooh. really cool yeah. to see the games industry in Australia sort of despite our government's best efforts. <laughs> Well, even then, like uh, there are a lot, of, uh, there is a lot of funding going around. Oh yeah, like for... the, the states are doing really well. The states are yeah. picking up a lot of a slack here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're doing, they're doing, they're doing the uh, the laws work there, which is great. um, yeah, no, it's awesome. I, I think we're I and we've got things like that convention. Yeah, I'm, really yeah, I'm yeah, I'm really it's escaping me as well. I had a couple of years of it and it was just it was a really cool idea. I really liked it. Yeah, fuck. Um. But yeah, like even with, and with things like a, like a Melbourne International Games Week as well, like that's always such a cool thing. I actually am going to try and maybe like scope out some events and like go along to them before PAX this year, sort of a bit of a PAX primer. Um, but I probably won't because <laughs> I'm really bad at that because I'm and you know at work a busy human being. <laughs> I am, yeah. But if I can, like if I'm at work, if I'm doing like a day shift and there's something on that night, maybe I'll try and like get along and check it out. But um, but it's cool that we've got something like that. That's yes, this is very cool, um, and I'm just yeah. I'm gonna be just want to see more of this 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 sort of stuff. Just archive it all if you can, please. Yeah, I I, I honestly think it's gonna it just happening. Yeah, it breaks my heart to think that a game can just be lost, just be gone. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. I, I, even with older games as well, like yeah. all it takes is that 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 master copy just to be completely lost, all the code just to be completely lost, and that's it. Yep. It's gone um no more please <laughs> yeah no if we can avoid that that would be great oh well i've only got really one other thing Kyron. <laughs> i know and i know what it is and, and i love it <laughs> it's it's yeah look let's just get into it uh we got a look at um a pokemon that finally has now got an evolution um good old good old far-fetched uh, long forgotten in the uh, the evolutionary chain, has now got his own evolution in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, uh, well, yeah, okay, he's technically available for both, but exclusively obtainable in Pokemon Sword. Yeah, right. Yeah, the best one. That's the one I'm getting. Yeah, that's the one. Who would, who's getting Shield? Like, come on. Don't, don't, don't. And my wife's getting Shield. I'm sorry, Ash, but like, why? <laughs> Well, no, she. I, like, I, I we, get it because, like, you want to have the opposite copy. You guys, yeah, yeah. I, get, I get the deal. We've got that. We, we've pre-ordered the double pack in the steelbook, so makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Actually, it's a, we, a thrifty way to do it. Yeah, we, and, and like, and then we can just put the steelbook on display because it'll look nice. So, um, but yeah, 
so his name is Sir Fetched. Um, and look, but I'm assuming it's a dope from you, just from oh, your Oh, absolutely. Reaction. Sir yeah. Fetched has single-handedly saved my interest in these games. <laughs> look, I've, I've been excited for it. I, I'm still excited to play Pokemon Sword and Shield, but like, man, this Pokemon looks so good. <laughs> it looks great. He's got a giant leak for a sword, like a giant lance. Looks yeah, fucking awesome. So that's what's especially funny. He's exclusively in Pokemon Sword, but honestly, his defining characteristic seems to be a lance and a shield. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, but whatever. Fine. You know, whatever, I guess. And he looks so smug as well. <laughs> I love it. His facial expression is great. <laughs> he's just. And like. Looks like he's constantly going, mm hmm. And like the lore behind it is like only far fetched that survive a lot of battles become like can evolve into a surfetch like so good it's just cool yep i've never been um, i don't know the last time i was as happy for a pokemon evolution honestly and <laughs> I, not for an evolution but the only time i've been like this excited for a, 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 a pokemon in general was only just so i could troll sort of you and our friend oh. ben and that was <laughs> that was gear um, cause oh, I hate you it was so, it was so dumb. It was so dumb, but, uh, it was so easy to get a reaction out of you too, by bringing up how good he was. He, oh. like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Gear is so good. Well, thank, you for, thank you for reminding me that the Pokemon company does need to work on their inspiration. <laughs> I love that. That was, yeah. Well, I mean, that was it, it. It, the translation from Japanese was gear, but his name was clank over here. So. Um, yeah, I forget if that was his first day because his his evolution or, changes like clank or clink and then clink clank. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's clink clank and clink clank. I, I yeah. hate it. It was dumb. God. It's so dumb. Um, Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> I did I did nothing to you. <laughs> I'm you just know what? Your, your Since we're talking fetch. about Pokemon Sword and Shield, I will once again reiterate my point. But Dynamax looks stupid. <laughs> Yeah, look, it does look stupid, but I'm 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 fine with it. And when and when we get our next generation Pokemon game, it'll be nowhere to be seen. Oh, absolutely, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. I I I have no doubts that that's the way it does it is. But I kind of I'm kind of okay with it because it's almost like that's that kind of regional thing. So, but I don't know. It's anyway. just weird. It's just weird in the world of Pokemon to have this. Only this region uses this. It's like, all right, buddy. Yeah. All right, guy. Man, Kanto must suck. It had nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're gonna retroactively put something in there. I guess they had Johto attached to them. That was the that was the the twist. Yeah, it was it was the gimmick. Um, but yeah, no. I, I look. He looks great. I'm excited. I think a lot of people on the internet are excited. I think it's probably like the most positive reception, like universally, I've seen. Yeah, I agree. Then they went basically back to complaining that they weren't putting all the Pokemon in the game. But for a brief window, there was happiness. There was there was unity for a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. Which, thanks to Surfetched. But Surfetched and his leaks leak lance. It's no small feat. He should be he should be proud. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's. Uh, I, I don't know if there's much more to to, to unwrap from that. But there they are a, doing another. Yeah. Yeah, there's a live there's stream a, coming up, which sounds interesting. A 24 hour live stream. Yeah. Of just like. Is, a, an area in the Galar yep. region. That sounds so. It sounds like a cool idea. Yeah, I like. I you, just, you just know there's going to be like new Pokemon in there that are going to appear for like five seconds. They're like, oh, we can't show you that yet. Oh. It'll like stroll through the shot and be gone. Yep. You're like, what was that? I'm like, no, you'll find out. 
Just wait. Just you wait. Yep. Uh uh uh. Not yet. I'm curious to find out what Pokemon Shield's equivalent will be. To, yeah. To, to Surfetched. Yeah, because they've got to have something to sort of balance it out. Yeah, because usually, like, if there's an exclusive evolution, they both get one. So I'm I'm curious. That's got me paying attention to Shield, even if it's legendary. Yep. Is really stupid. Both legendaries are really stupid. Let's be realistic here. I kind of like them, but that's just me. Okay, that's fine. You're allowed to. I just think that I know. they're both kind of dumb. I know. I, I do. I, I had to clarify like... because as dumb as I do think the shield one is, I get that the one in the game I'm getting is sort of just a really big wolf that holds a sword. And like, yeah. if, he, if he puts the sword down, is he just he's just like a regular Pokemon? Is that it? <laughs> like, well, because you're obviously getting that one as well because it looks like. It's Sif. It Sif? Yeah. It's Sif from yeah. Dark Souls, and I'm from calling him Sif. Yeah. Oh my god, as a, yeah. As, you a, name as it. I'm sure everyone who gets Everyone's going to do that, yeah. <laughs> what? Everyone ever is going to do that, yeah. yeah, for sure. I'll just be happy to have a, a Sif that I don't have to kill. True, yeah. Unless it's really bad in battle, then it's like, oh. No, then it just goes into PC where it lives forever in, um, <laughs> in confinement. It's fine. Put it, put it away in its prison cell, yep. Hey, Pokemon trainers put God in their PC when Arceus was a Pokemon that was a thing and he is God and it's like cool That's I'll true. catch him and he's kind of crap I'll just put him in my PC <laughs> I own God now you own That's... God? how does this, that work? this is messed up don't say his name on the forums though <laughs> That's, <laughs> that's a super inside story that is a very but inside also story. my favourite <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's great um, anyway that's all I've got for this week uh, cool I have got... I'm going to drop one of them because, honestly... Uh, <laughs> I... We'll see. We'll see how we go for time. I've, okay. I technically have three more, but we'll see how we go. This one could be pretty quick. It's more so... It could. I know we should have just brought it up when we talked about the state of play, but there's been some controversy recently concerning Last of Us Part 2's multiplayer. Yes. I mean... I I have no real strong opinions of this, but it's a dope just because so, I think the story is interesting because okay. it's the way it's the way it's developed. Did you ever play any of um, factions with us back in the day? A little bit, yeah. I did. Okay. I, I I did play a little bit, and I did like it. I think it's an interesting it's idea for multiplayer. Surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So the the meat of the story is that. They, along with all the, the with the recent media events, it was revealed that Last of Us Part Two will not have a multiplayer component. No. Which is which? At first, you would be like, "Oh well, shoulder shrug, right?" But apparently, I'd missed this completely. It was one of the things they they had announced for the game that it would have oh. multiplayer. But, and that ruffled some feathers. And then Naughty Dog released a statement, which then I think. I'm not sure if it fixed the issue, but it definitely was just like, okay, this is interesting. Made things a bit confusing, yeah. Yeah, so I'll just read a statement from Naughty Dog themselves. <clears throat> we wanted to address multiplayer in The Last of Us Part 2. As we've stated, the single-player campaign is far away, far and away the most ambitious project Naughty Dog has ever undertaken. Likewise, as development began on the evolution of our factions mode from The Last of Us Part 1, the vision of the team grew beyond an additional mode that could be included with our enormous single-player campaign. Wanting to support both visions, we made the difficult choice 
that The Last of Us Part 2 would not include an online mode. However, you will eventually experience the fruits of our team's online ambition, but not as a part of The Last of Us Part 2. When and where it will be realized is still to be determined, but rest assured, we are as a we are as big a fan of factions as the rest of our community and are excited to share more when it's ready. So it's sounding like it's going to be standalone. Yeah. So instead of doing like what they did with uh, Uncharted and having like Uncharted 4 and then The Lost Legacy as like a smaller thing, maybe with The Last of Us, it's like The Last of Us Part 2 and then its multiplayer spinoff is its own thing. Um... Which will be interesting. But like, I wonder interesting. if it'll be, like, free-to-play or... Yeah. Like... Uh, I mean, yeah. I did see, if I it's... think it was um, Hubert from Easy Allies was just like, oh, yep, that'll be out just in time for The Last of Us Part Two's PS5 remaster. Yeah, that's like, actually a very oh, good point. That, that could work, that could line up. It'll get bundled in with it, yeah. Yeah. Um... um I, I, I don't know. Like, I... Like I said, I, it's not a huge discussion. I just think it's no. It's interesting that like people started talking about it being dropped, and then they they put that statement out, and it sounds. I I don't think it's going to be as different as we are expecting it to be. But mm. I do honestly like factions, in an era where you know, every single player game had to have tacked on multiplayer. Factions was really interesting. Yeah, and it kind of played into the world of The Last of Us really Yeah, well. it really did. I was talking mm. to um, Brendan about this the other night when we were playing it back in the day. It took, like, because playing Last of Us Part, like, I guess we have to say Part 1 retroactively now, don't we? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. They're calling it Part 1. Uh, ever since, like, you, you play that game single player, especially on, like, I still stand by, you have to play it on hard. Hard or higher. Yeah. Otherwise you're not, re- like... I, don't, I hate saying it like this, but I don't really think you're getting the proper Last of Us experience below yeah. hard. Um, but yeah, encounters in that game are so stressful and you, it takes years off your life in a, in a few of them. It takes more years off your life when you're in those encounters against other people. Oh yeah. Because they were tight 4v4 matches and it was... So simple. You were just picking up scrap for your stupid little faction, which was populated with your friends from Facebook. <laughs> and if you did badly, people could die. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, wow, that was Joel. He's dead. I killed him. <laughs> yeah. Or, he get a broken leg and then, like, and that's he it. You couldn't fix it. He's dead. <laughs> uh, so you get into these, like, tense 4v4 matches. Just, like, everyone's just crawling around with it listen mode. And, like, you get caught. And you'd get knocked down, and there'd be the option for one of your friends to come and revive you, and it would just sometimes become this really dangerous bait, and you'd you'd feel it'd, you'd feel sick to your stomach, just like going to revive someone, and then a guy jumps you from the side with like a a pipe and just cleans you up, and then executes the both of you with a goddamn revolver. Yep, it was so brutal. I it it it, it was hard to play. It was just so stressful. But it I was really stressful, liked it. but yeah, it was stressful. Uh, but it also, like, like I said, it encapsulated what living in that world would be like. Really, the if best... you didn't have like a base camp or anything like that, or even if you yeah. did, if you were a scavenger having to go out and try and find these resources and stuff, this is what it would have been like. It's 
Um, and there are there are stories of those types of people that are littered throughout the main campaign of the sto- of the game. Yeah. Um, so to be able to jump in and sort of like have that experience was really really unique, I, and I quite I just, liked it. I just remember some of our multiplayer games, like us being in party chat, and there'd be two of us on lookout as one of us is just like scrounging through some scrap. It was just like the best comparison I can think of to keep it in the same ballpark is look, it was fun, but the Uncharted multiplayer really did feel. Like it was tacked on for the sake of it. Yeah, I they think got by... better with it in four. But yeah, I yeah. said by four it was it felt better, but like man, factions in the Last of Us was really good. Yeah, and I am glad we will see factions come back in some form in the future. Yeah, yeah. I um, I I wonder how if, if they are making it standalone, if they are going to try and have some sort like some sort of narrative thread that ties it to like Joel and Ellie's story maybe or like that that part of the world maybe I don't know it'll be interesting uh, yeah it's just it's another interesting aspect of this is it's probably one of the first times I've seen people calling out for a multiplayer mode on a single player game usually it's yeah. the exact opposite so I don't know yeah. that was just interesting as well I mean that shows uh, yeah the community's passion for it exactly yeah it's a bizarre situation but like it's good to see that Naughty Dog were like just just hold on. Like, yeah. we're, we have we're, things, but we don't want to talk about them just yet, which is cool. We're working on it. I trust them. I yeah, trust too, them. Honestly, I do trust them. I've got faith in them to to, to do to do good things. So, uh, And even if, even if the factions thing doesn't work out super well, at least we'll have The Last of Us Part 2, which on paper looks like it's going to be a smash hit. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so another one I've got here. This is again very. I don't really know how much of a discussion this is, because there is a response from a developer, and it's sort of like, yeah, this this makes sense. It's just kind of makes me feel gross reading it, even though we wow. should be used to it by now. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, modern, Call of Duty Modern Warfare being honestly raked over the coals for a very dodgy sounding deal with PlayStation over the exclusivity for Spec Ops Survival Mode. Yeah. Look. The whole situation's not entirely dope, but I think the story is interesting. So, yeah, yeah. Dope that. Okay. <clears throat> so the backstory here is from the state of play, there was that new Call of Duty trailer, which basically was a story trailer, showed a lot of story, mm-hmm. and then at the end revealed a new mode, which is yeah, Spec Ops Survival. It looks, it seems sort of like a um, well, a hordish sort of mode. It looked like you and some friends fight against AI. Because Spec Ops was a, 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 a big component of the original Modern Warfare, I believe. Yeah, they were little. They were little missions you could do with a buddy, and a lot of it, like they were pretty much like they, they were like very much fa- uh, like fan favorites of those series. Like yeah. a lot of people really enjoyed them. So this is Absolutely. like a natural progression yeah. of that. Yeah. So again, I've, it's they didn't the tra- but what they showed of it was very brief all we have to go on i think from what i can tell from just perusing a lot of his stuff is that basically the deal is it's a 12 month exclusivity window right so basically sony has sony playstation 4 players will have access to that mode until october october 1st 2020 only on playstation which means that Again, this isn't new. These sort of deals have existed with Destiny in the past. Like, you'd have access to a strike or whatever mm. for, like, a full year. I think the only reason it feels dirtier 
is because of that window, right? So it's exclusive until yeah. October next year, which mm-hmm. will probably be about a month out from the next Call of Duty. Yeah, funny that. Yeah. Which you can guarantee that this game is never going on sale in the next year. <laughs> Yeah, They're keeping this game at full price, especially on like other con- like other platforms. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, we like there was a statement issued by Infinity Ward's narrative director Taylor Kurosaki, Kuros- 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 and it boils down basically to his because he basically was responding to a lot of tweets being directed, basically going, "Hey, not buying your game anymore," which I get. I bet they got a lot of. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the one that's been pulled out with the quote, most importantly, is just the one here where he he's respectful of the player's decision, but emphasizes that it's uh, these are dis- decisions above all of our pay grades. Hmm. Which, that's definitely him going, yeah, look, uh, we're not the people who get to make this call. And yeah. I, I don't think anyone's surprised. But yeah, it's just it just feels like a really gross situation, honestly. Yeah, it sucks that... They it's have not, to deal with this. It's not new, no, by any means, but it's still it's still gross that these are happy, these deals are happening. Yeah, like I said, it sucks that they have to deal with it, and not the people who actually do have to make those. Yeah, do get to make those decisions. The suits who are like, oh yeah, we'll sign this contract. Yeah, and then it filters down into the studios, and they're like, well, shit, we're gonna get we're gonna get fucking dragged for this, and we're gonna have to deal with it, and you guys get off scot free. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. Yeah, yeah, Again, sketchy, sketchy. We'll see what happens in the future, but I feel like these deals are going to keep getting inked because yep. for all the complaints, I'm sure that Modern Warfare will still sell a bucket load. Oh, yes. Yep. You better believe it will. Um, so, I have one more thing. This isn't a Dope or Nope story. Okay. Uh, it's because of this release date we got for The Last of Us. Okay. I was looking at the calendar and I'm like, there are five things in this window all very close together yeah and i'm just i'm just curious i want to get i want to get us both to sort of rank how excited we are for the five of them and then like revisit it next year once all five of them are out okay and see like what we like kept our word on and stuff yeah see see what actually held up there and if it's like which games actually pulled their weight for us so okay again five games Right. That's one. That's one. Uh, we just. Want to, I guess. Want to just rank them one to five. Okay. So in February we have the Last of Us Part Two, of course. Mm-hmm. We know. We know it's in there. Mm-hmm. March is busy. March yes. we have we have Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. We have Watch Dogs Legion. Mm-hmm. And we have Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Mm-hmm. And rounding it all up in April we have Cyberpunk twenty seven seven. Right. That's, okay. That's an insane amount of games to have within like a month and a half of each other. Can I just say? And not even just games. Like these are like, these are hotly anticipated and yeah. some like, you know, have been hotly anticipated for a long time. Yeah. Um. Actually, you yes. know what? All of them really, if you think about it, have been, yeah. Watch those, maybe one, not so much, but still. That, yeah. I was going to say, there's one that I can sort of see being the weakest link, but I thought it was worth putting in there because, like, it is a AAA game. It's from Ubisoft. It's and it it had a good showing at E3. It did, and Watch Dogs Two was great. Watch Dogs the Two I- was a fucking excellent game. The idea behind Legion is interesting. Yes, I'm very very excited for that. 
<laughs> but yeah, so like, if you had to sort of, I guess, rank one to five, oh. how's it how's it sitting for you right now? I know it's a tough call because they're all going to be very good games. Well, yeah, we we hope we hope so. I mean, the the do we need to run run my list first? All right, yeah, hit me with yours. Okay, so. Certain parts of this won't be surprising to anyone who's listening to this podcast. <laughs> yep. Obviously, my number one is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Of course. Yep. It's for Dream Realized. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I'm actually going to go with The Last of Us. <laughs> right. Okay. Interesting. I just, I just need to know more about that world, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 the more trailers we see, the more questions I have, which is a good thing. So, I yeah, similar camp. Uh, number three, I will go with Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that scares me about Cyberpunk is still how long it's going to be. So I guess I'm kind of thankful it is out of the five, the one that comes out last. Yeah, if you can spend the most time with it, yeah. The one, the one I'm sweating most about is how, like, seven and last of us just being like hey there's like a week and a half between us i'm like oh god yeah yes number four i it's tough (laughs) i'm gonna go with animal crossing oh i was not expecting that to be honest It's it's tough because and i feel like it's unfair to do it but part of it is just because this is this franchise's, like, last shot with me, right? If I don't get into this one, I should probably just call it. You're Animal like, I, I definitely know that Animal Crossing games are not for me. Yeah, that's yeah. that's fair. Yeah. It's like it's last shot. And then, yeah, number five, I'll, I'll you know, Watch Dogs Legion. It had okay. a really good showing at E3, though, and I am excited for it. It's still, yeah. I mean, it's going to be great. Um, I think. I hope. It, I lo- hope. it looks like we it's going to be great. On paper, it looks great. Okay. All right. Would you like to? Would you like to hear my ranking? Lay it on me, Joel. I've had a think. So you've had some time to think. Um, mine's pretty much the same. It is the same. Yeah. Okay. I I know there's some changes though. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, and look. I'm gonna defend. I'm gonna have to defend myself here. No, but you I, don't have to. I have well, but I have a reason for why I, I, I it's going to be like at the bottom. But like I think seven remakes at the bottom of the list for me, and not because it's bad, and not because oh. I'm not interested in it, because oh. I think it looks really great, and I think it's, um, I I, I am interested in playing it. Um, so it's not, it's number five for you. Yeah. So basically, it'll go Last of Us Part Two, Cyberpunk. Uh what else was there? Uh, Animal Crossing and Watch Dogs. Animal Crossing, Watch Dogs, and then Seven Remake. Um, it's just that I I totally understand because I'm friends with yourself and our friends Broad and Ben and, and people like that that are, have such an, a, a nostalgic, emotional, and just general connection to that that franchise and that particular game and that story. And I never had that. So for me, I'm just like, I get it. And I, I understand what's going on to a degree. Um, and I like the upgrades and the, the choices that they're making for it. And I'm very excited to see how it plays out. Um, but 
in the grand scheme of things, if I have to prioritize, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the one I, that takes the hit, unfortunately. Um, but I will get to it eventually. I I have plans to to, sit, See, to get to it eventually. That's sort of where, that's why Watch Dogs is on the bottom for me. Yeah, that's fair. It's like not helped by the fact that for how <clears throat> how much everyone talked up Watch Dogs too, how much I didn't care about it. So yep, that's fair. Yep. But I was just like, this is an interesting idea. I want to just get these five games, put them in a list, and we'll come back to it next year because yeah. they're all very close together. And look, 7 Remake could be disappointing because it is part one and the advertising's really murky. Mm-hmm. Um, Cyberpunk could come out and be not what people want, and it could be... It could be all great... style, no substance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't think it's going to because I, I, to a degree, have faith in CD Projekt Red. Um, having played Witcher three, it like it could defy expectations and be better than all of them. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting, and I'm excited for that because, again, Kyra, I'm going to get in before you say it. I hate fantasy. Um, I I think the cyberpunk setting for me is a lot more appealing and it's a lot more interesting to me. So I think that's going to be the thing that's going to get me over the line with it. It's why I'm excited for the game in the first place. Um, and then, but I know I understand the the pedigree of CD Projekt Red from from things like the and, Witcher series it's fine in general. Because if, if Cyberpunk is a stinker, Witcher Four is around the corner, baby. They said yeah. it was going to be. They said they're doing more Witcher, so that's the main thing. Maybe it's going to be a spin-off game. The Witcher. Yeah, maybe they'll be I mean, doing a probably. Witcher spin-off. They said they're moving into being more like a two IP company and sort of going back and forth with Cyberpunk and Witcher. So yeah, even cool. if Cyberpunk isn't good, we still got more Witcher, to look, more Witcher to look forward to. So yeah, well, um, but yeah, I, I, again, like Watch Dogs could very well like it could shit the bed. Like honestly, <laughs> it could. It um, really could. It's promising a lot, and I, 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 I've been in this same situation before with another game in this fucking series, which was the first <laughs> Watch Dogs. So. Which I hate. I, I I really don't like the first Watch Dogs game. I never me, finished it. It was just boring. But um, I I think the idea has so much potential. But I just in the back of my mind, I can't help but worry that because of how they're going about it, you know, swapping around playable characters all the time, I'm worried I'm not going to feel attached to the story. I guess. Like, I guess maybe that's what the the idea is. Is like you're you're feeling more yeah. attached to the idea of. The like the greater good in in a way like in, in the the overall legion. I, just, I don't know if if Ubisoft has it in them to tell that story. That's the other concern. But I mean, they've been proving themselves pretty well with things like um, Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey. Odyssey was fantastic. So and I for mean, that the... reason, like if this if this list included the next Assassin's Creed, oh boy. Yeah. Well, that like it's. I think. It's, you know, they've got it in them to tell these interesting stories. Even, like, The Division has, like, interesting moments within that game. Um, I, don't, I don't really remember. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head either. But, like, I, I know that there were moments that were, like, echoes around that I was, like, looking at. And I'm like, huh, that's a little interesting snippet into what's going on in this situation. So, um, and it wasn't about the main character. It was about just these people. So, I, I, I think... And that's what the division's all about. It's about a group of people banding together to take down a greater force. And I think that's what's going to be here with Le- with Legion. Except you can hack stuff, so you know. 
Yeah. Well, again, it's just one of those things where I'm just, I worry about not having a character to sort of gravitate to. Like, yep. and it's not even like, like in Cyberpunk how, you know, you'll make a character, but you'll be, you're going to be entirely first person, but I'll still have something to like grab onto. Like, this is me. Yeah. That's who I am. And there are moments where you won't be like, you still see yourself when you're riding the bikes and stuff. Yeah. 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 In, it's just in like third person. Yeah. I just, I guess the other part is I have to wonder, there's a finite amount of audio they can record for this game. Yeah. 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 Well, see, my my theory is the way they're going to do it is that it's like you've got like six factions and all the the um the NPCs fall into oh, one yeah. of those factions with like different differentiating like modifiers to them in a way. Because well, yeah, basically they they have said the characters are essentially they have classes. Yeah. So, so like I can see the framework about how they're going to do it. It's just yeah, it's really just sticking the landing. Hmm. But the start of 2020 is scary and exciting and crazy. And they're all kind of like different games as well. There's like, yeah, some good variety in there. Like it's, they're, they're, they're similar kinds of genres, I guess, if you want to lump some sort of, uh, some of them together, but it's pretty varied in the way that it's like, you know, cyberpunk is a, is a, a, an intense, story focused like a hundred bajillion hour like rpg in the truest like like you know way of like, that, those those letters yeah like full pen and paper RPG. yeah yeah well exactly so um and then watchdogs is just gonna be like uh, a crazy uh cyber techno horror romp <laughs> through london which you know I'm fucking down for because I love that a shit. Play, a, a playground, basically. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, just yeah. Oh man, God, the Cockney it's, accent it's, guy is my favorite. I love him. So it, much. it is funny because, like, honestly, the oddest one out is Animal Crossing. <laughs> it, yeah, really. And I'm, I, I, I mean, I the the reason why I put it above Watch Dogs is because I know I'm going to play that. I know I'm going to love it. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Because I, I, I've, I've the last two that I've played, I'm like. This is exactly what I want. Um, and even when I've had, I'm like, it's exactly what I want, but I wish they'd had this. In the next one, they did that. And I was like, cool, awesome. So, uh, and from what I can tell from this one, the stuff that I had not problems with, but I kind of wished was in there from from uh, New Leaf um, seems to be like in this one. Um, so I'm excited to see. And just, yeah. yeah. Oh, like I said, my, my desire to, to like it is what got it above Watch Dogs. Yep. Yeah. I want I want to get it, Joel, and that's I'm really hoping I can get it. Yeah, it's I I totally get you with that because I have I have games like that as well where I'm like I really want to like this, but I, I just, just I, I just I feel can't. like I'm broken because everyone else everyone in the internet is like losing their mind and like is am I, is there something wrong with me? Did yeah. I what happened? No, I think it's it's totally fine to have like it's the same with me in seven. Like I I. I understand why people are so oh. excited for it and why this is such a big deal and why this is such an important thing. Um, Can I just say that you're lucky we didn't have it? We didn't record an episode after that TGS trailer because <laughs> I could have I could have filled a full hour and a half episode about that trailer. Was... I, you should have just done a solo one, just like, "Hi, I'm Karen. Oh. I'm here to talk about the Final Fantasy VII that... remake TGS trailer." Oh, it just had it had everything and like. Oh, I'm gonna in in like in like two weeks. I will have played it. You will have yes. 
I don't know. I don't know what that version of Chiron is like, but we're going to find out. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, no, it's exciting times, and I, I like, I get it. It's just that I'm, I don't, I, I want to be more excited about it, but I'm just not. I realized yeah, that the like, other day where I'm like, I'm just, I'm like, this is cool, and it looks great, and it looks really cool, and the combat looks fun, and it looks really different, and I like that how. And I get some of the references. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. I've played that part of the game. But, like, I don't have... I didn't play that at that time in my life when that game sort of was, like, relatively new. So I don't have that emotional resonance to it um, that I know that a lot of you guys and a lot of people in the world do. Um, And that's fine. That's okay. It's interesting. And and, and that's sort of why I wanted to just just throw together this list because I'm very curious to revisit it next year to see where the pieces fall. How we feel. So we're going to revisit it after all those games I, are out. And or... I definitely, I, I'm definitely going to be doing it for myself. I, I really, I'm just curious. Mm. Once that Last of Us release date was announced and I checked the calendar, I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. It's a month and a half of just of stuff. And we've still got time too. There's still I know. stuff that oh, could get announced. <laughs> yeah. we got Game Awards coming up at the end of the year. So that's, it's got a date, December 12th, I think, 13th? Yeah, yes, yeah. It, got, it did get a date, yes. Yes, so uh, that's, looking forward to that. We'll have to get ready uh, once the nominations are out as well. We'll have to put yes. our bets together. We'll and, have to find and, some new, find some stakes. Yes, we'll have to find some stakes. Maybe we could rope in a couple of our other uh, our other guests and get in on the action. Let's make things could, a bit more interesting. Get, get some more people in here, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I'm down. Uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get around to that. Yeah. God, if there's... It's, a, it's such an outside chance, but if somehow a From Software game comes out next year, I just... Oh, fuck. Bloodborne 2. Believe the Dead hype. machines, man. Like, Elden Ring could be further along than we know. That's... Fuck, I completely forgot about Elden Ring. El- Elden Ring <laughs> is the... It could blow this all away. But yep. that's, that's an unknown. Don't want to get into that. Uh, yeah. Whew. That's, uh, yeah. I think that's an episode, though, Joel. I reckon you might be right. Um, cool. All right. That means I have to, I have to, uh, you were hosting this week, so I uh, outro yeah, the do show, you, don't I? Do you want to outro the show? Yeah. I can, I can do that. Let's get, let's, let's get into it. So, uh, if you uh, thank you for listening to the episode this week. Um, you know, uh, a- a- apologies for, you know, the sporadic scheduling that we have at the moment. It's just that, you know, we're sorting some stuff out and, uh. Life is and, crazy, man. Life comes at you fast. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd and, rather us do the episodes when we can than like force them out. Yeah, and I think that's good. Like it, it does make like it makes me more excited as well. To, to when we do get a chance to record, it's like yes, yeah, sweet, let's do it. That's awesome. Let's yeah. let's talk all this stuff out. Um, I just feel bad because like I mean we had a Nintendo Direct in the last few weeks that we didn't even touch on uh, with some cool stuff in, but like um, Deadly Premonition Two, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, right. What the I fuck? don't know how or why, it's, but it's happening. That's bonkers. It, it, it reminds me of like the Bayonetta two announcement, it, it, but like on a different level. Yeah, it's like an even more niche level. Like it's it's, it's like, like oh, it honestly the best comparison I can think of is when Nintendo was just like, "Hey, we're publishing a Devil's Third, and the entire incident was like, "Why?" <laughs> like I know the one- pedigree behind this game, but. Are you sure? And then because of it, we got like one of the greatest uh, Game Grumps playthroughs we ever. We did. We really did. <laughs> it's, it's a very good playthrough. It's so, quite so hilarious. Good. Look up a compilation. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was watching something the other day, but um, uh, but so yeah. Good. So uh, thank you for sticking with us. Um, 
we promise we'll, we might be a, a little less of a gap between now and the next episode but thank you again anyway uh if you like what you hear and you like our show and you really want to support us um just by leaving us a review on any of the various podcatchers and and places you can find our show um we There's greatly so appreciate it if you want to give us some personal feedback you can uh you can email us uh uh it's contact at dialogue options yes dot com um or you can just hit us up on all of our social medias uh which are we are at dialogue options on twitter instagram um have we got snapchat going yet we haven't actually we haven't we said that we we're going to do it before pax last year Maybe we, we still should do have it for time. This year. Maybe we should do it for this year. Yeah, so we maybe we should put some stuff on there. But um, there's a window, so stay tuned. We might be on Snapchat soon. Um, but as for our individual accounts, you can find me at Jolly Mac. Where uh, the last thing I tweeted was uh, Blink One Eight Two dropped their latest album. Um, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, a couple of days ago, um, I'd heard a couple of the singles off it, and I was like, "It's pretty good." I've now listened to the album a couple of times over, and it's it's. It's probably one of my favorite Blink albums in the in like the most in recent times. Nice, um, and that's what I basically said. I, I just was tweeting about how much I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's called Nine. It's out on all streaming services and stuff like that. Um, Dark Side is probably one of my highlights off the album. If you want to get a bit of a taste for it, I, I was listening to it in the car with Ash, and I, I explained it to her as like as we were listening to it. I was like, this feels like pop punk for people my age, um, where it's like. It's a little bit more mature, like lyrically, but it's still catchy as all hell, um, and it still has that uh, Blink One Eight Two vibe. And I feel like Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio was a really good fit. Now he's been with the band for a, quite a few years now since uh, Tom left, um, but he gels really well with Mark, and I think that really comes out a lot in this album. But that's my little nerdy music moment that's, there. That's uh, Joel's music corner. Yeah, exactly. I've had a few of those, but. Um, <laughs> Anyway, we should, we should make a bumper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Music. Um. Anyway, where can they find you, Karen? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, where I am at LemonManX. And we we covered my most recent tweets, which were like Bumblebee and the amazing Goose Game fan art. <laughs> so I'm going back to my third most recent tweet, which it was it was it has to be intentional, and I love I, if it is intentional, it's just more reason to love it for it. Recently, Kevin Feige was just like, oh, by the way, I'm doing a Star Wars movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Brie Larson, of course, tweeted a picture and she was just like, did someone say Star Wars of her? And they're like, you know, mm. Jedi cloak. She's got a lightsaber with C-3PO. Of course, the internet, the the more disgusting pockets of the internet caught fire. Yeah. And well, I'm just, I'm just, okay. I'm just here for it. I'm here for it. Really? I need it. I need it. Brie Larson in a Star Wars movie, yeah, please. Yeah, do it. Do it. Just do it. Do it, you cowards. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, boy. But also, we were also all used to get Spider-Man back in the MCU, which I I feel gross about, even if I'm kind of happy we're getting a proper trilogy. Yeah, like, I'm I'm happy, but also, yeah, like, oh, God. You just feel a bit bit gross. (sighs) This is what they wanted all along. It is. It was their plan. They wanted us to to, to rage out so they could come back and look like good guys, but... We could have just left things... Anyway, that's a topic for another... That's for the movie corner, which we don't have time for. movie corner. We've run out of time in the movie corner. Don't have time for for another corner. Um, uh, Well, but... uh, Well, thank you again for listening to us, and uh, we'll let our wonderful theme song play us out. And until next time, we'll see you then. Bye.
dialogueoptions podcast.